Dance. Crush the speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly. When I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it. You better gain weight. You better hit bulls out the kid don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Taking you back there for a minute. Uh, welcome back, Donna Meacher versus everybody with Krista and uh, Jante Carmel Blake in, hey. in the building this, uh, this week. So, um, both of you guys are sending me messages um, here. Uh, number one, you, you're like, die, Don, because you're. Die, die. <laughs> Why do you have a hammer? Because I'm purging today until you're Halloween's over. No. I'm on the attack. The purge. And you're pregnant. Wow. I am a pregnant cheerleader <laughs> for Halloween. Okay. Let's just clear. All right. I'm a pregnant not. cheerleader for Halloween. Uh, that's this, a, uh, the weirdest. Fake the weirdest. Situation. The weirdest costume I've ever. How have I you never it. seen the pregnant cheerleader? Yes. It's a thing. No, nah, it's not really a thing. It's also the laziest costume you, you know, because you know, I just pull my Crenshaw High School uniform every year, and I'm the same thing every year. N- never have I ever <laughs> seen anyone dressed up as a Crenshaw High School cheerleader. I've seen people dress up as that uh, that judge this past weekend that was uh, over the Darrell Brakes, Brooks case. I mm-hmm. saw that. I've seen you dress up as the Purge. People even dressed up as Tabitha Smiley, but a pregnant cheerleader? Yeah. It's what it is. Yes. It's a thing. It's a thing. It is a thing. Sounds like you're trying to wish something into fruition here. (sighs) Wow. There's nothing wrong with being pregnant. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so glad to be back. I didn't didn't say anything is wrong with being pregnant. I was just being festive. A festive for the rest of us. Yeah. Well, listen, I hope you guys had a great weekend. Oh, you look very very beautiful. (laughs) His costume is 20. Five years old. It's good. Wait, wait is it a costume it. or is right. that real? This is my actual uniform. Yeah, look. Oh, Chanty. Shots high. Right, this right. is my actual uniform, yeah. Where'd you get this sweater at? I want a KBLA sweater. <gasps> Me too. Um, you have a KBLA sweater. I don't have a KBLA sweater. Merch, y'all. Well, you should ask. No. Call get merch on the phone. I said, could I please have a KBLA uh, hoodie? And I was, I was given one, so I was really appreciative. Oh, wow. You know yes. people in high places. Yeah. I, I well, nobody's. They meant, I guess they don't like me around here. Oh, I think you nice. had one, Donnie. You might have lost it. Well, how was your how was your um, how was your weekend, everybody? I saw Halloween ends. It was really good. Halloween ends. Yeah. Oh, they, oh yeah. I heard it wasn't that good. No, they whoever told you that was wrong. It was very good, but it's sad because I almost cried. There probably be no more Michael Myers. Mm. No more Michael Myers. I think he's he's well. There's no way he could come back from this. What they do, chop him up he, into a he's, bunch of little he's, pieces? Right. He's just gone. Oh. He's gone. Finally. Please, this is Hollywood. Finally. Come on. From Andy. 1970, what, 1976 or 78 when it came out, it's yeah. time that he had plus, to go bye-bye. Plus, Jamie Lee is probably like, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, she's she's probably, like, yeah. I'm done. I'm yeah. done. You're right. I've been playing the same <laughs> character. For, I'm done. Now, are we live streaming today or no? Mm-hmm. Huh? It's up. Uh, Andy, uh, anybody? We're in there. Uh, are we live streaming today? Oh, we are. We're like, where, where, where are we at? Are we live streaming right now? Yeah. Oh, on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, Check us great. out on YouTube, everybody. Let, tune in. Let me go look at my beautiful. You can oh. put some faces behind the, behind the, the voices. <laughs> oh, oh, look at this. Wow. Oh, wow. We're, we're live. Wow, look at this. Let me go look. Oh, this is, yeah. Oh. oh, Oh. okay. Oh, we got a three shot going on here. Okay. Oh, this is how we get everybody. Oh, I see. This is the lazy way of doing it, right? 
<laughs> I should say the more efficient way of doing it. I appreciate it. I'll take it. Hey, listen. Uh, a lot of stuff going on today. Um, wow. Um, I, I saw that. Who put, who, who put that in there where Disney's coming out with an overweight character? Why is Disney doing this? Why can't Disney just like live in the land of fairy tales? So Why are do, you saying overweight people don't exist in our fairy tales? Right. You know, Let's so, just clear that up. Well, you know. Let's, is that what you're saying? Wh- when was Cinderella? Well, maybe I guess the dwarves, <laughs> the little Cinderella and the, and, and, the, and the dwarves, they were they were overweight, right? There are a lot of characters that are not skinny in Disney films. None of the fairies, fairy godmothers were thin stick figures. There are, there are a lot of characters. Well, I mean, what is this? The first, what is this story? Was it the, the first lead, I guess? Or, or you said it, Krista, right? Oh, no, no, no. Kiara sent this. Yeah. I think uh, Disney has debuted the first plus size female protagonist in the short film called uh, on Disney Plus called Reflect. Mm. Reflect on Disney Plus. Do, uh, do recommend for anyone that struggles with the image they see in the mirror. So everyone. Uh, but this is especially for those uh, uh, that society shuns for having a body that doesn't match the alleged perfect image. You know, what's so interesting is, is I went through and I, I, I Googled body images over time. And yes, it used to be different. They used to really love voluptuous women. This yes. skinny thing came in like maybe in the sixties, seventies. Twiggy, very, very. Well, well, in the sixties, there was this anorexic thing. Yeah, this uh-huh. hipster. Twiggy, anor- Twiggy was this model, yeah. and she came and she like really made it uh to be thin. Yeah, but and then, then they had the '90s. Everybody wanted to look like a heroin addict. They, yeah, that, that hair, they, that, that, Kate Moss was huge. She yeah. was a huge, really skinny model yeah. that they referenced to Twiggy. Yeah. yeah, the the women back in the day didn't really. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had figures, but the figures changed. But they weren't super thin. No, nope. this real. is a this is a relatively new thing mm-hmm. here with the uh, with with um, with the weight. And yes. I'm like, why are we? I said, first of all, how, I, I was, was talking to a girlfriend last night. And I said. How do we flip it upside down? Man. And no, no, no. What she said was, uh, and this kind of makes sense, but I don't know how true this is. She said that ha- being heavy was this, back in the day, you know, we're talking, you know, 15th, 5th century, you know, back there was a sign of wealth. Yes. Because you was eating every day. Because you was eating every day. <laughs> and so because everybody could get big, mm-hmm. there was a reverse. So how do we show that you still have wealth? I guess let's flip it on its head and become skinny now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, you know, so this is a relatively new thing. I mean, I, who knows if women have been suffering, men or women have been suffering with their body images for the past, I don't know, two, three, four thousand years. I, I, I don't know. Um, but it's just very interesting to see that, that we've always been, we've always had this, you know, curvy plump body type going back throughout history i think it was I, from what i understood when uh women back in the day that were plump sign of wealth so that's what i understood those women were healthy and there was a sign of wealth when you had extra pounds on you but yeah. disney is supposed to be about fantasy why are we getting into societal issues here once again i will ask the question do Overweight people not exist in our fantasies. It's the same. It's, it's like the beef I have with the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. do black people not exist in your fantasy realm of elves and dwarves? There was and, not a black person they, Lord in of the, the Rings? original no. Lord of the Rings trilogy. 
Not one no. black face to be seen. I said, wow, we don't even exist in their fantasies. So I I think Disney is once again. Oh, I'm so glad you brought up Disney. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to my employer because <laughs> um, I wasn't here last week yes. when you guys totally trashed Disney. Well, well, how do we? Well, how do we trash Disney last week? Oh my God, you guys were awful. What, Why what, what, do people work for this company? It's this, it's that. I know I was. Well, no, no. The whole what, 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 were we, what, were, what were we talking about? Well, in regards, to, I, I I have a short attention span, like a goldfish. Uh, I'll remember. have to. I'll have to. You remember? Trying to remember. Was, it, was it pay? I think it had stuff to do with pay. Oh yes, yes. And how they no the prices of the tickets. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. This we were, was this whole we, prices we, of the tickets. Yes. How much the tickets cost? Why it's been inflated? I called my aunt last why week. Why it's one hundred and seventy-five dollars? Fifty-seven dollars back in the nineties to mm-hmm. go to Disneyland. Didn't seem like a lot of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still. I, I know that you work there, and I appreciate that. I still feel it's not worth paying one hundred and seventy-five dollars for any amusement. That's park. because you've never seen me perform there, Krista. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, I can tell you right now. I've seen it's you perform. Worth it's not hundred... worth 150 You've never seen me perform, Don. <laughs> it's worth it, okay? If you only came to the Lion King show, you would feel like you got your money. No, <laughs> I, I'm not saying, listen, you know what? I wouldn't have a problem paying the $100 to go to the Disneyland Park if I did not have to stand in a line. Like, if I could just go and enjoy myself, but to pay... A massive amount of money to get into a park, and this is not just relegated to Disneyland. It's every theme park and and, and almost every type of um, experience. There's a line now, and you know you you spend like the line is a ride, and I, I just like it. it I don't want to go if I got to stand in the line. Yeah. What Disney does a great job of doing and ha- is having all of these other things you can do, like what that don't involve you standing. What, oh, pay, they, pay money to put some ice cream. Show- no, they've got all kind of little side shows, and you know the well, princesses you like walking that type around, of stuff, and different types of all the characters and stuff that they have to kind of distract you from the fact that uh, you no. have to spend an hour in this. I line. just want to get on um, what's that uh, Space Mountain without a line. Yeah, I think. Have you ever taken your son to Disneyland? Yes. Did and his California eyes Avengers. light up? Was he a child? <sighs> what do you define child? Age, Was he age ten wide? or under? Somewhere in that age range, maybe, maybe ten, twelve, somewhere around there. I think you'd have to see. You'd have to take your kid at a certain age, age to see their eyes light up when they see that real live Disney princess in person, live. St- the girl that they watch Moana fifty times. Well, because I, I took, and then there's Moana you know you, right in front of you. Maybe that's what it is. Is and, that they're too old? Yeah. Because I think I, I took them to California Adventure, mm-hmm. and uh, and then they they were a little. I remember this day. A little ingrate because I took him and his brother. Yep. Didn't, didn't even want to be there. Fade, not phase. Really? Magic Mountain, they would have loved, though, because they would have been so scared. They don't need the fantasy. But you have to take those those young kids, their lives are, like, forever changed. It's magical to them. They still believe in the magic. And it's that seeing your little kids' eyes light up, you know, and be like, wow, this is this is amazing. That's well, that's the magic of Disneyland. I can take them to see a Disney movie and they can light up or an uh uh you know like the Ice Princesses on Ice <laughs> and cheaper than 175. I really just I to me you just can't justify $175. You just can't. That's a lot of money especially right. well, for now families now, nowadays. Now you now I, it's you got to pay extra money to yeah, skip the line. The parking and the food. I would understand if your parking was included. I say, okay, I get it. Because there was a time, I remember when they had Mickey's tune, yeah. no, no, the Mickey's Halloween thing. Yeah. It was $75 and that was your parking was included. I was like, this is great. They care about families.
families. But to me, it's just, it, to me, it's mm-hmm. highway robbery. It's not worth it. Well, you know, to even, um, I like, uh, there's a little bar, the Tiki Bar at the Disneyland Hotel. Mm-hmm. I love going to that. Yeah. yeah. To me, that's more of a great experience mm-hmm. because it's just, it's very chill. There's a lot of people in there. They got a show every so often mm-hmm. in there. They got, you know, decent food, whatever. But you mm-hmm. go out there, hang out. It's an atmosphere. But just getting into that. To try to park at the hotel is like forty dollars. And another being thing, able to go to Downtown Disney is an experience in itself as well. People just now just come to Downtown Disney and just hang out there. Yeah, and that's fun. And that's close enough. That is fun. Well, mm-hmm. Why? Why does everything have to cost an arm and a leg? Help me understand. Why that. does gas cost what it ca- costs? This is inflation, you guys. Don't you know Disney will lower their prices? No, based it's all on that the money they're the paying you. Why is rent where it's at? No, I agree. But <laughs> I will say this: my daughter has a friend that works at Disney in. Where the country bears are or that area. Mm-hmm. where the country, Okay. And he doesn't make a lot of money. And if you're going to make me pay $175, then why don't you give the people that, because I think the people that work the concession stands, they matter too. So why aren't you paying them fair wages? So if you give them a raise, because I, I, for me, mm-hmm. I will not pay that kind of money for Disney ever. Is minimum wage a fair wage? Are they Not, paying fifteen dollars? Are they getting paid fifteen dollars? What, what, what's the starting salary? At, is it at Disney? I, mean, is it I have very... no idea. I'm a specialty act, yeah. so like I'm a very like only a few people in the whatever can do what I do so you get paid more and and that's not a brag but it's just like if I can teach you to do my job in two weeks then you get paid this Mm -hmm. if I've been working my whole life to do what I do then I get paid this and I'm not discounting like Disneyland here in in Anaheim puts a lot of money into the community I'm I'm not discounting that but I'm just saying like to to try to enjoy the park it's just it's like it's a thousand dollar day And I just, I, for those who are not, you know, don't have the disposable thousand dollars, they're kind of locked out. It's the memories, man. You can't, you cannot put a price on those memories. Uh, I can put a price. $57 (laughs) is what it was. And it was in the 90s. Is that the the price? All right. right, Listen, more of this uh, conversation uh, when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where truth prevails. The tricky station is down the dial. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate loses and love wins. All right, so, you know, we were talking about uh, Disneyland uh, creating a a show on Disney Plus with a plus size uh, lead. It is, um, let's see here. Disney Plus has debuted the first plus-size female protagonist in the short film on Disney Plus Reflect. Follows a young ballet dancer named Bianca who struggles with her body image. But that's not... Do we have plus-size ballerinas? Absolutely we do. I have never seen a plus-size... Absolutely I saw the movie Black Swan, and I did not see a plus-size ballerina dancer in that movie. No, it's a huge issue. Let me tell you, eating disorders in the ballet world are huge. I actually performed with a girl who used to eat ketchup packets to stay thin. She would not eat food. She was a ballerina. I was like, why are you sucking on ketchup packets? This Mm. is a problem. What's the nutritional content of a ketchup packet? Nothing. It's vegetables? it's, It's sugar. It's it's sugar. Not it's not, it, it, no, there's vegetables in there, right? Like, no. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, their diets are crazy yeah. insane. Yeah. Like, but I've never seen an overweight baller- ballerina. I'm going to pull an overweight ballerina up for you. Nope. There are so many full-size ballerinas. The film started streaming on the platform September 14th as part of the studio Short Circuit Experimental Film Series. The film has garnered praise from social media users for encouraging body positivity, which I don't know if... <coughs> excuse me. If Disney should be, 
See, Disney caught a lot of flack when they got into the whole gay thing in Florida, which they didn't really need to get into, and it caused issues with the um, representatives and the and the legislatures to take away their special status in Orlando, that they basically govern themselves and in, in uh, and now you know putting more stress upon the city, which that may I don't know if that's going to. Uh, be rescinded maybe when DeSantis is out of office or if he ever gets out of office, who, who knows? Because Orlando is like, well, now you just put a lot of pressure on us on the city. It, it's just, for me, it seems better if Disney just kind of stays quiet. And I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to be inclusive. Their main, that, that is one of the main things that they promote on a daily is inclusion. I, but I think they're getting away from what Walt Disney, Walt Disney created an escape from what? An escape from life. From from That's all other purpose. cultures yes. and people. Yes. So so let me take an escape from life only involves skinny white people. No, we got the prince. We got the black girl with the frog. I just wanted to just and then we got but the, before we had Tiana and we got the before Moana. we had Moana. Okay. Before we had Mulan. Yes. What did Disney look like? What well, Disney was? Um, well, we had the um, what was it? The Jungle Book. We had the Jungle Book. Oh, yeah, we did. We had It's a Small World that showed a lot of people from all over the country. That's true. That was a ride. Uh, it was not uh, a hey, movie. Whoa, hey, whoa. I'm just <laughs> telling you what we had. We had Outer Space Creatures uh, with Space Mountain. Uh, did you see any black people ever? Well, E.T., uh, e. he was, he could be considered black. Oh, stop. Is E.T. Disney? <laughs> no. I think E.T. is Disney now. They had the E.T. The e. ride, ride at Universal. At, oh, I thought it was at Epcot Center or something like so, that. No, it was at Universal. I, I, I'm just going to ask the question again. So the escape yes. for you yes. only involves skinny white people. Well, I wasn't paying attention to the white people. The escape was not having to think about the issues that are plaguing us throughout our regular I day think life. It's their responsibility as a Fortune 500 company oh. to step in and lead the way. Lead the way? Yes, absolutely. We lead the way. Yes. There's other companies that are very inclusive. Would yes. you expect Disney not to be? Yes. Oh. They should. They should be inclusive because you have so Walt many. Disney when you walk would into roll their around parks, on his grave right about When now. you walk into their parks, they they hire so many different types of people. You see handicapped people working there. You see people of all sizes, all shapes, with that. all colors Don't have working with in that. the park. Don't have now, what they do need to work on is their higher-ups. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah. I don't you know, but yeah, they they're leading the way on. They they're, they're what, leading the way. In how they would impress me is because another thing that we're forgetting about is ageism, and ageism is a real thing. And I think that you know we have to sometimes celebrate some of the people that are a bit older. And what's wrong with the princess? That's an older princess. Well, didn't we? Wasn't it, was that a Disney Ooh, movie? That'd with be the, a good movie. Yeah, like Krista. a really, like an older like the lady, forty plus year old yes. princess. I think because I think when when as you get older, you, you realize be, you that finding love a, after yeah. this age. I like that. You cannot be a 40-year-old princess. Yes, you can. can. What's his name as an 80-year-old prince? He just got king status (laughs) five minutes ago when his mom passed. You cannot be. He's been prince. Is it Prince Charles? He's King Charles He's King Charles now, but he's been Prince Charles. Woo! Yeah, what is wrong with somebody who might be, you know, 70 years old and, you know, becomes like, you know, the first 70-year-old princess what's wrong with that <laughs> princess doesn't have to be young don it's 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 you, a status yes mm-hmm. so stop don i'm gonna tell you why because that's not their target audience their target audience is young people and kids and and i mean when's the last time you watched, yeah but but hold last on time you watched a disney movie um there you go wait hold on i don't remember the names of all the movies but look at young people have grandmas and grandpas man the and movie when, up did you see up i loved up oh yeah 
brilliant film. And when you look on a lot of social media, you see a lot of these kids like pranking their older moms or their grandparents and they become like, you know, instant stars. So so I think, uh, you know, we should not forget about our older people. Yeah. What are we going to rescue them? Disney, Disney. Coming soon, Disney's new movie, Escape from the Old Folks Home. <laughs> anyway, what is that? What are we going to be doing pretty soon? I mean, come Maybe. On. I mean, you know what I'm Maybe. saying? Uh, one bear has one night to get, get his grandma out. I mean, it's just, I don't know. We, we, we make all the critters, that, that all the rats and stuff become alive in the old folks' home. I, I don't know. It's just, it's just too much. Um, and then on top of that, I don't know if being... If we should be highlighting overweight people uh, on film, I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a thing, because you know that you're making it you're making it say. Oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. I can't either. It's, I cannot believe that just came out of your well, mouth. I think you need to lose some weight over there too. You look like you got a stomach over there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying. I know you're doing it very well. I know you're defending overweight people, but you know, at some point, and, and I'm not against. I'm not hating. I would just like to set the record straight, guys. This is fake in my tummy that he's looking at. He knows what I really look like, but nothing. Against. So you Listen. say. So you say. All I see is a, a towel. I don't hey, hey, I don't know. You oh know, my god, Don, you are off the chain today. Um, but no, do you not want people to be healthy? Like I mean, you look at you can Lizzo. Be healthy you, you need... and a little overweight. What about sumo wrestlers? What yeah, about, right. I don't uh, think what about there's... the people who throw those balls? What about uh, what, what he- heavy lifters? People who lift heavy in the Olympics. Well, that's those muscle. are like big stocky people. They could be co- but they could be considered overweight. All right, listen, we're going to continue <laughs> this conversation uh, when we come forward. 800 is KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to gear with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see. For KBLA Talk 1580. Yeah, so we're talking about this Disney TV show where they are highlighting an over uh, an overweight young lady, uh, plus size, a plus size Disney's first plus size heroine in the animated short Reflect. And I'm just wondering if we should be highlighting plus size people. Why like not, Don? I don't understand why you're so against it. Why you? What is the fear of extra weight? You, it seems like you're afraid of it or you're uncomfortable with it. Death. That's it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to die. There's a lot of thin people that are so unhealthy that die every day. Mm. Yeah. Marathon runners. Marathon runners? Who ma- wait, day. what? Heart attacks because they eat steak. Okay. That's true. All that meat, and you eat a lot of meat, that's not good for you. Mm-hmm. It's bad for your you know, cholesterol. And, and not to mention all really. the other things that are bad for you that you do to yourself. Yes. Both well, of yes. you guys eat meat, and I don't say anything about it. I don't eat meat. Thank you. I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, unless, are we talking about a different kind of meat? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not saying nothing about that. Anyway. Um, wow, Don. That's uh, okay. No, I think we're coddling overweight people instead of inspiring them to get healthy. I think that's my, that's my main thing here is that I, I'm, I'm all with the body positivity. But at some point, that weight is going to weigh on you and you are going to um, die from a heart attack or diabetes or it's going to lead to so many other complications. Matter of fact, during the, COVID, during the whole COVID situation, they were saying people who were morbidly obese were kind of at risk of dying from COVID. But you never say anything about uh, somebody who is the heroine of a film who smokes a cigarette, right. who's the lead of a film right. who has a cocktail. And there are alcoholics and people who smoke cigarettes. I'm, I'll, 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 day, I'll shame day. them too. And the tobacco industry is killing more people 
and the alcohol industry is killing more people. This is how we just as many people this, on a daily, but nobody ever says, "Oh, don't promote that person drinking that martini." Well, in I'm this. with that too. <laughs> I, I'll say it. I'll be the first person to say, it. "Don't highlight it. Don't highlight it. Don't." You know what I'm saying? If if it's uh, you know, we don't want to sit there and push drinking or smoking. It's not healthy. You know. Right. Yeah. There are a lot of things out there that you know are not good for what, us. There, there's that show with the doctor on TLC. For the my six hundred pound life. Yeah, yeah. He, he. <laughs> I like him because he te- he tells people how it is. Oh, I, I appreciate a clip that. On that. Yeah, yeah, here's yeah. Yeah, here's, I appreciate that yeah here's here's him. This woman who's bedridden because she's so overweight, and his, this is him talking to her, and she's like, I, "I've been trying to lose weight." Let me see here. You miss all your psychotherapy appointments. And then you come here pretending there is a serious issue to avoid facing the fact that you gain because you know you are overeating. But for some reason you think if you just hold your lie, then maybe all these issues just magically will go away and you will lose weight. So there's nothing more we can do if you don't change your eating habits. I have been working hard towards No, you're not. If you work harder to show on a scale. Okay, can we just say that there is a difference between somebody who has a little extra pounds on them and just being like, yo, I'm comfortable here versus this woman who is obviously 600 pounds. No, she's. I think she's more than that. If, if not more, there's a. I, okay, so, no, I, so that's so, not so, the character that Disney is putting in their film. No, let me look here. Let me. <laughs> Let's just get that. No, Nobody no. is being like be six hundred pounds. That's. Crazy. I don't know that woman. I mean, it, it's just a smaller version of the girl. Look, look at that. Oh, she's so cute though. But that's just a young wait, wait, girl's little that. body, little baby. Wait, she's gonna get taller. You know when I look at this and shit, grow. I'm a, I'm All a, little kids go through a pudgy phase. Do. Don, you they know do. you went through a pudgy I, I, phase. I, I, you did too, I'm Don. More, I saw Don, some of your pictures. you know you went through a pudgy phase. Yes. She's just a little pudgy I'm girl more, and she'll grow up and be. I was never this pudgy. Okay. What? Never that pudgy. I'm more concerned. You're that pudgy now. I got. I would no. Please. You are that no. pudgy now. No. I, I used to be 200 and I think the heaviest I got was like 283. I remember. Pounds. I knew you then. You didn't know me at 283. You didn't. I was not 283. Was this when I was like trying to make you hike and do all the good stuff for your body before you got the surgery? Before, um, no, I was just like when I was in Texas. And you cheated. You yeah. cheated, Don. Absolutely. You freaking cheated. You had. Can I say what you had? I, I talked about it. You I had, had lipo. lipo. You didn't even do it the hard way. How yeah. dare you? Oh, How dare you body shame somebody else and you literally cheated? You did no. not go into the gym and no. work hard. First of all, wow. Like I was having you work your butt off and you hated it and you couldn't keep it up because you wanted to go smoke yeah. your little cigarettes you and know what drink I would your do? drinks. You know what I would do? Wow, Don. I would, You're I, such a hypocrite. hypocrite. You are such Don, a hypocrite really right I would, now. I would, I would drink beer while I was hiking and smoke a cigarette while I was hiking. Terrible. Oh, my God. It was horrible. He could barely <laughs> get up the hill because he's breathing so hard. You're such a hypocrite. Yes, I am. I would run circles around him. Well, I, first of all. Yes. You no, okay. Say, all right. Listen. Li- yes. Listen. Right. I'm not a I'm not a Broadway performer that has to be in shape. I'm a radio DJ who's been sitting down. Okay, so that's number one. Of course, you're going to run circles around me. Okay, that's number one. Number two, my my career lends to me drinking and smoking. No, okay. no, it doesn't. Does it's just an excuse. That, that's what we oh do God. here. No, if no, I could smoke, if I could smoke a cigarette right now, I would be. I would. <laughs> Total excuse. Right. I, I'm. I'm My very, career leads yeah. to drinking and smoking. Yeah, Chris. I I am very offended by what you're saying yes. because when I was in high school, I had a horrible time with weight, and 
I wished that there was somebody I could talk to because I was so uncomfortable. There was nobody that that was like me. There was no role models that I could look. I mean, the only role model was Richard Simmons, and I would do all of his videos and work my butt off. From ninth grade all the way to senior year, I had lost a total of 30 pounds. Uh But you still don't feel... You, even though you lose a body weight, you still have that extra weight in your head. Right. Yeah. So I do, um, I, I applaud Disney for this because there are young girls who go through, you know, these issues where they're really insecure mm-hmm. and um, it just, it's very damaging when you have weight issues. Yeah. I, I'll tell you right now. And they grow out of it. Yeah. They grow out I, of it, but they don't know that they're going to grow out I of it. I did everything that I possibly can do, including... Because not only did I get lipo, but I did it while I was working out with a personal trainer. I used to go work out with CJ's Functional Fitness. And so I did both. I I attacked my weight loss from every single possible angle that I possibly could. Except Uh, stopping doing all the things that you love. Which is what? Uh, Eating meat, smoking cigarettes, and drinking beer. You're a cheater, So you gave up nothing. You gave up nothing. But I fixed the problem. Did you? I did. I mean. I fixed the problem. Did you? I did. I mean. I think I did. Are we looking at a six-pack underneath uh, that shirt? First of all, I'm not obese, morbidly obese, okay? So I'm not, I don't, I don't you're right. I don't have a six-pack. problem? Yes, we did. We did. We fixed okay. the problem. I'm not morbidly obese. All right. Okay? I'm not, I'm, I'm you don't hear me going. <sighs> <laughs> not until you go to sleep. Welcome to the Beach Experience, everybody. With Krista and Shorty. That's just when you sleep in the night, right? I do snow my ass off. I guess with, I with the CPAP. Yeah, machine, with, right? yeah, with the CPAP. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, a lot more stuff to get to. Um, let's see here. One guy's take on women. A couple guys' takes on women. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting. And you're smiling, so I think that no, you probably no. enjoy it. No, what? no, no, no. I just would like to get your take on it. If they're right or wrong, I would like to see. Mm-hmm. You know, don't 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 start barking down my throat yet, Krista. <laughs> Come on now, can you hear it first? No, I, I that the smile on your face makes me think that they're probably trashing women. No, they're not. Well, okay, here I'll give you I give you one right now. This is uh this is one guy's take uh on women. Why is dating so hard? So why is dating so hard? Social media got these chicks thinking that they got something they don't have, so they only they only. When dudes who got bread and didn't turn around and be mad when them type of dudes who got a bunch of money want every these same bitches to turn around and pay Chris Brown a thousand dollars to take pictures with him. You feel me? See, they they they, they, hold on, hold on, hold on. They charge, hold on, hold on. They charge broke dudes to chill with them, but the more money you got, the less you got to spend. See, women only want to deal with dudes who don't have no opinion. That's why you see a lot of these bad chicks with these goofy ass soft dudes who ain't gonna challenge them on nothing. We ain't gonna ask them no questions. Any man that got his own sh- taken care of, don't need their money, don't need their pussy. They don't wanna deal with a nigga like that. They want a nigga that they can talk to crazy and disrespect them because they don't want no structure. They scared of real men, you feel me? Because a real man ain't gonna let them talk crazy and do all that goofy dumb shit. Modern day men are more feminine now that more than ever. Definitely. Hey, what do you think? Um, see, you are one of these people who made a case for why it's okay. And you cannot, you know, say that you didn't. You said it was okay to pay for these women in, you know, extremes amounts of money if they, you know, look good for you. 
Mm. You're the one who made a case for why it's okay that these women do this. Mm. I'm not for these women who do this, who take advantage of these men. No, I think that if you're seeing a woman and that she likes to look pretty and that you guys are serious about each other, and I don't have a problem paying to get her nails done. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem at all. I, I think he's talking about just dating from the get-go. I'm not spending bread on you like if I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? Like, out the back, I'm not doing that. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. I don't know, Don. Well, Don, you have some extravagant first date situations. Well, yeah. See, I want to know this side of Don. I believe Don is not telling the truth. I know that you put a lot of money. Extravagant first date? First date. I believe that you do that, Don. Because well, you're just an extravagant guy. But I've, t- I've told you, you all of my all about my stuff. first dates easily. I, well, I mean, I, I when I took a girl easily. out and she brought her friend. I told you guys. I told you about that. And how much did you spend? Uh, maybe a couple hundred bucks. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of guys who would but, never but, do that. But I'm I'm not getting your nails or done and hair done and and uh, and I'm and and I'll spend money on dinner. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm getting something out of it. For that. her and her friend? Uh, yeah, yeah. We went. No, I didn't know she was bringing her friend. But as a gentleman that I am, I rolled with it. Wow. Yeah. And what'd you get at the end of the night? Uh, Nothing, I, I, did no, you? No, what I got was uh, I'll never see you again. <laughs> That's what I got. More of this conversation uh, when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. You have the right to remain silent, but don't, don't. Let them hear you on KBLA Talk 1580. Like right and left? Like, listen. Like the, they, hard, the hard R oh, and everything? Man, they, people are like, really like, yo, I'm so glad. Now I can tell these how I really feel about them. I'm like, wow. Unbelievable. There was a story out of Eeyore Web today. It says uh, the L.A. Urban Policy Roundtable President Earl Afari Hutchinson, another civil rights leader, on Sunday, October 30th, demanded a meeting with Twitter owner Elon Musk. They would demand must put safeguards on Twitter to remove racist and anti-Semitic hate tweets and the racist inflammatory use of the N-word. Um, since must take over, the N-word and other racist slurs have soared on Twitter, which is weird. Why? I don't get that. Like, what? what it's not like a black person bought Twitter. Why, why? Is it just because they they want to show he's a hypocrite or something? Or I don't know. They say must condone must condone of hate speech on Twitter can only incite greater racial division and violence civil rights leader recall for a tweet out if musk refuses to meet on this issue um we can say whatever we want that's what some or a lot of folks in the twitter space are exclaiming and hoping now that the platform is being helmed by by elon musk yeah but at, at what point at what point do does it get to from going from censorship to like it's a fine line because i want to know who's racist that's what's that's the argument people are making. I, like, I well, really want to know. Right there, somebody made the argument. They said you can say whatever you want, but also now your employers have the right to say we don't want to be around. Exactly. That. So go ahead and say whatever you want because people can still call you out, and your job can then call you and say we have X amount of proof and evidence that you're this person, and we don't want you working. For yeah, I, like I would. I understand they want to. You know, they want to censor anti-Semitic speech and, and the N-word and all that. But I would leave it. I would leave it open. And allow it, uh, you know, I would just, what I would do is force everybody to verify, verify themselves on Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, and, and um, so that you know who's actually behind the account. Versus bots and stuff versus like that. Versus bots or people creating fake accounts to spew yeah. garbage out because, you know, like we had that uh, that <clears throat> lawmaker in, what was it, in, um, was it Maine or New Hampshire or Rhode Island? Remember the one where she threw the, um, I think it was Maine. Where she threw the party for Juneteenth? Oh, with the fried chicken. Yes. Are you sure that was in Rhode Island? It was some. It was somewhere on the East Coast. But she threw this party. Yeah. And she invited one of the uh, the firefighters. They were wealthy, 
what wealthy couple, and they were trying to defend themselves against this whole thing. And they, oh yeah, I remember that. They, so they created a, they mm-hmm. created a, a, they had fried chicken. They had um, what's that game where you hacky sack or something like that, and a bunch of you know just stupid little gifts to celebrate Juneteenth. I remember that. And then she was trying to defend herself, but she was treating a bunch of racist stuff behind a hidden account that mm-hmm. people didn't know she had. Yeah. And she was calling it parody. But I think, but, but what happened with her and her husband, because her husband was like a dentist and he was on the board and he got in trouble by his association with his wife and she got shamed. And I think there's a place in society for shame that you let the public handle it. She basically, they went and dug through all her tweets, found out, you know, who, who she, I don't how they find out, I have no idea, found out who she was and basically outed her and, and they lost she was a little socialite in her town, and they lost a lot of they lost their good reputation. They lost, uh, I think, a lot, probably a lot of business, and they've been labeled racist. And I think that's the appropriate get back instead of censorship on Twitter. So you're you know, about covert. You're about overt racism. Well, I, I, I'm about exposing people for who they really are Absolutely. at the end of the day. You know, I think what I would stifle on the on the uh, on on Twitter is violence. The call to action to violence. Mm-hmm. I think that is kind of where you want to draw the line, you know. But if someone wants to say, if somebody wants to call me the N word, let have at it. Knock it out. I don't Do like you. that. I don't like that. I don't like. Well, you're a mom, being so able you to have... use the N word over and over. I, it's so. Well, what sensitive. what do you want on Twitter? Just lollipops and flowers. Yeah, and kittens. <laughs> and kittens. Is that what you want? That's Listen, what I want. My timeline on Instagram. Dogs. <laughs> yeah, right? See, schnauzers, <laughs> nothing but schnauzers. No, see, all dogs. <laughs> the reason I got off of Twitter is, you know, it, everybody was fighting with everything. There was once a time where it was fun. You could find, you know, great pop culture stories. You could get breaking news. Then it turned to everybody just fighting. Like, I feel like once Trump got in office, it's like everybody was just fighting with each other, attacking each other. There was, I told you, I, there, I was... Um, Kicked off of Twitter for, for like 30 days oh, because I defended uh, a woman who was uh, pregnant and this guy went after her. And what, did, I, what did you say? I said, I hope you choke. And because I said, I hope you choke, uh. they said I violated company rules. I said, but he could make fun of a pregnant woman and wish, you know, that the, the pregnancy uh. to, you know, like for her to have not an abortion, but a miscarriage. So that's okay. But for me to defend her, you're, you know, hmm, forget you. Interesting. Jeez. Well, they, they, Instagram censored me when I, Tavis Smiley gave me a piece of cake and I was like, man, I kill for this cake. And they're like, oh, and they took my post down. <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh no, I think I said I would stab somebody for this case. So stupid, ridiculous. Right, you know ridiculous. what I'm saying? So I guess the action there was kind of like a little too much. But I, I, I think we need to, we need to leave people because here, here's what happened: if you start kicking them off and censoring them, then they go into their echo chambers, like Parlor, Rumble, Gab, or whatever, which is all, all it's where all the racists or the conservatives or the like-minded people who think like them go because it's the last bastion where they can speak that hate, and then they're just in that spot to where we can't really shame them can we do a good job at kind of deciphering the difference between a conservative and a racist because i got to tell you what drives me nuts is when you lump people who are conservative with being racist i don't think that's fair because there are plenty of people who are conservative that are not necessarily racist you do no. know that, right? Yeah, yeah. I, and it I bothers know. me when I hear that because, you know, I have people in my family that are black that are, they lean more conservative, but yeah. they're truly not racist. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what Elon Musk has to do. All right, more of this conversation. It's KBLA Talk 1580. 
African-American perspective, moderated by the host of A More Perfect Union, Dr. Nee Corderly Corte. Thursday, November 3rd, 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, only on KBLA Talk 1580. This conversation will feature an all-star panel, including Secretary of State Shirley Weber, Superintendent of Public Instruction Tony Thurman, L.A. County Supervisor Holly Mitchell, Assemblyman Isaac Bryan, and more. Don't miss Agenda for California. An African-American perspective, Thursday, November 3rd, 7 to 9 p.m. on KBLA Talk 1580. All episodes of this special series are available in podcast and video format on KBLA1580.com and on the KBLA app. And be sure to vote by or on Tuesday, November 8th. Consider Travis Scott as a mumble rapper. Nah, he's a mumble rapper. I mean, he might be a little bit more articulate than the what than the than the Atlanta mumble rappers, but he be mumbling. I give you that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He be like, you know, he be like, five, six, seven, eight. Krista's favorite rapper. Oh, your oh, favorite rapper? Oh, Promethazine. No, no. He said, "Are you trying to say that's my favorite rapper?" As a joke, Travis. Yeah, as a Travis Scott. No, I mean I did like him before that whole Astro World fiasco. I thought right. he was okay. Oh. I mean, he's not to me live. I mean, he sucks, but produced, what? he's amazing. You didn't do anything at the Astro World. What are you? Yes, he did. It was a demonic festival where people were screaming and. Getting hurt, Says and he the just woman stood wearing there. a purge. Listen, today is not the day. Today's not the day, Don. Do you God. see this hammer in her hand? To just let's just. You got a whole purge. Uh, listen, I'm ball. about to snap. That's let's ex- just be nice to her. Today. Yes, I'm about to snap. That's exactly why I wore. Normally, I would be a cat or something cute. I said today, I want to be something. I want my real self to come out because oh. I'm angry now. See, this is why I want to know who you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? I want to. You want to know who you're dealing with. Yes. You, oh she brings. Yes, that, yes, bring, yes. She doesn't bring a fake hammer. No, she, she brings a real, real hammer. hammer. And then said, "I could have brought my knife. I have my big knife <laughs> in the car. Choose. <laughs> I had to choose. Right. Um, tonight is a big day. Uh, the Powerball is at one billion dollars. Yes, uh, but if you win it, higher higher interest rates will cost you millions. Yeah, uh, they say right. inflation, which is at a forty year high, has increased the price of eggs, electricity, and rent. Now there's another way to cost you losing some of the big lottery payment." A Powerball jackpot up to a billion dollars for today's drawing, largest uh, this year and the fifth second ever. And the jackpot lump sum payout, which lottery officials say is the, is the, what most people select, is now $497 million. But less than two months ago, the payout would have been tens of millions of dollars higher. Keep in mind, the odds of winning are one in $292 million. Mm. I mean that's still pretty good. That's like one. In, that's one person out of the United States. So nobody won the all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Did somebody win five numbers? No, uh, that I don't. Let me see here. I'm so confused. I thought somebody won something in L.A. and some other place. Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Let's see here. Right. Uh, oh, I'm gonna buy a ticket. <laughs> Do you well, play the lotto on a regular basis? No, just 
you know, I buy scratchers here and there. My boyfriend, oh my gosh, he we were on a a, a major scratcher uh, winning streak. He had got me scratchers like week after week, and one day I won a hundred, then I won fifty, another time twenty. I mean, it was like a streak that lasted five or six weeks, and then boom, I didn't win anymore. So, yeah. so there were two winners. I don't know where the winners were at for for Wednesdays. No, for Saturday's drawing. And they walked away with $552,000. So two winners. 17 winners won 16000 And then, let's see, 316 winners won 447 And 849 winners won 173 And then, you know, the rest of the thing. The most I've ever gotten was three in the Powerball. And I was so... that I, I wish I would have... No, I wish I would have never gotten any numbers yeah, right? off of that ticket. Because I'm like, how did I get three numbers in the Powerball? So close. Right. Remember before they had that mega number? Yeah. And it was just regular six numbers? Yeah. There was, I bought a, a scratcher in Glendale, and I got four numbers. And I was like, oh, I'm going to win thousands of dollars. It was like 77 bucks for four numbers. And I was like, there should have been more than $77. But I've never gotten anything past that no. either. No, that sucks. Um, let's see the change. Keeping let's see the, the change. Michigan lottery officials said Tuesday the, is most re, is mostly a result of rising interest rates, which the Fed is using to try to lower inflation. The billion dollar payout is based on a winner taking annual payments from safe investments, essentially made for the winner that increase each year for thirty years. I don't. Is it me or I would take the thirty year payout? Oh, you, no, the three year payout? No, the thirty. You get you, so they pay you a billion dollars out over thirty years, and they get bigger and bigger, bigger over a year. What if yeah. I don't make it thirty more years? I know. What well, you I, I think your estate can get the rest of the money. That, give it to the state. Your estate. Your estate can 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 your oh. estate or heirs can take over the the payment. I don't know. What are we doing, guys? Are we getting the thirty year pay, yeah, payout? If, or are we? I don't even know why. Why can't I get the, one lump sum? Why can't I get the whole billion dollars all at once? Yeah, just because you get taxed time. something oh, crazy. Almost yeah. uh, half, right? If you give me half a mil, if you give me, you know, half of that, I'll be all right. Yeah, me too. The if you tax me, I'd be like, take it. The, <laughs> the billion dollar payout is based on a winner taking annual payments from safe investments, essentially made for the winner that increase each year for thirty years. If the winner wants wants all the money at once, there's another payout formula based on a variety of factors, some of which are affected by interest rates. The cash option has always fluctuated, Jack Harris, the lottery's player relations manager, said. But if you're seeing this kind of a product of the overall climate where interest rates have gone up a bit more recently in the past few years. And that's perhaps why there's it's more noticeable now. Um, but if you're feeling lucky, know that interest rates as interest rates keep going up, the lump sum payout payout amount goes down. They fell for instance, from about 59% of the jackpot on August 3rd, the last time there was a winner to about 48% for the most recent jackpot. So I guess you would get more. It would be better to take the billion dollars over thirty years. Uh, I think I don't know. Give me because I mean, money. what a billion give me dollars. my money because I can flip it and turn it into investments on my own. Yeah, well, whatever I, mean, I lose in taxes or whatever, I'll take that money, invest it. I like in that. my own investments, and and I'd make that money let's back. See, what is it? What one billion? Let's see, one ten hundred one billion divided by thirty is thirty three million a year. Wow. Thirty-three million dollars a year what? versus what? What's the four hundred and something million? Give me my four hundred and something million. I'm out. Yeah, thirty-three. <laughs> well, so, so you would get thirty-three million a year for thirty years. No. No. Yeah, I no, wouldn't I'm want out. that either. Give no, me, run me my money. I'm yeah. out. I, you all, can't. You, you tell me you can't live off of thirty-three million dollars a year, and then you're basically guaranteed not to go broke because because the problem with the lump sums they say most of the people who take 
the lottery ticket lump sum, they go broke. Yeah, because they don't know what to do with it. They don't right. know what to do with it. The billion dollar payout is based on a, on the winner taking annual payments from safe investments. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. So I'm, I I don't know. I, I would take the thirty three million go go invest that. And if those investments go broke, then I mean the only only problem that you're gonna have to worry about is if the country collapses or there's some type of massive financial yeah. crisis yeah, that goes like, on. This, this money is no more. I mean, it's like, no, yeah, give no. me my money. Now. <laughs> like they about to do with Social Security. Listen, people don't work their whole lives. They listen. By the time I get old enough, so Social Security will be no more. They didn't took money from me my whole life. Yeah, uh, go to Marcel in L.A. Uh, Marcel, give give me the Billy. Give me the Billy. It's not I'm a. Going. I'm going broke every month, <laughs> but for it, the rest of my life. But it's so you want the payments or you want the the, the lump sum? Hey, I got thirty in me. I got thirty in me. I got it. You got, you got so you years so, years thirty years. Yeah. Oh, so you want the whole thirty? Oh. You want the whole? You want the thir- the the annual give payments? The, give me the billion. I'm going broke every month. Brewster's million every month. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it thirty three million dollars a year divided by twelve? That's two million a month. Probably a million a month. Basically, probably about a million. Let's chop that in half. One. So about a million three every month after taxes. Yeah, and then and then we're talking about like investing, right? A million three every month. I'm buying a property every month. I'm I'm buying a property every month. That's still investing, you know. Right, because then then the money the money you're spending after the property is going to start paying you back more money anyway. You know, right? So yeah, give me. But what give if me I want to buy a give property that bill. costs more than a million? Well, then this is where you go to the what bank and you, wanna, you and leverage. Wait, wait three months. Wait three <laughs> months. Right. What if I want to buy a building? You know, a whole situation that costs ten, fifteen, twenty but million. I, I think then you can I go. Have to wait a year that, plus for that twenty no, million. No, no, you you know, I think you can go to the bank because this technically is. I would assume somewhat of an asset. And now I'm paying interest to the bank as well on the loan. No, you just yeah, paid the loan off. You seen, you seen them commercials? It's my money, and I want it now. <laughs> 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 right, oh, call JG Wentworth. One eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> Give me the Billy. Yeah, baby. I'm taking. I'm taking the Billy. I'm taking the Billy. I, 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 if if I need more cash, I go to the bank. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because look, like it's a financial. I think there's a formula you got to look at. How much money is the is the bank going to charge you in interest for the loan for the loan that you need to buy whatever you want? That's more than the lottery is paying you on a yearly basis. And is that cheaper than forfeiting half of the billion dollars up front for four hundred something million dollars? Yeah, see, that's the thing. People ain't thinking bigger picture. You know what I mean? They just thinking now, like me and set my future bigger. Thirty years, man. Thirty years. Then you got how, how, how old are you, black man? I'm forty five. You 40, ain't gonna make it. Forty four. Yeah. Wow. Statistics show you won't yeah. be here, sir. <laughs> Statistically, so you better now. take the money. Yeah. All you of should, it. Oh, if, listen, if you are a black two, two man, take the money. Wow. All of it. You right. not gonna, You ain't gonna make it. Something's gonna get you. Marcel, you, she, she ain't got no love. Something's gonna get you. High blood pressure, diabetes, hypertension. Something's gonna get you. You ain't. You don't got another thirty. Marcel, you're going up against two feminists. Statistically over here. speaking, two feminists. I Look, two, two million a month. I'm buying an island somewhere. Thank you. Nobody ain't gonna find. Me. You ain't gonna find not, <laughs> nothing. All right, Marcel. Thank you, my, my cousin Marcel. I right, Marcel. Always a pleasure. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, get ready for a Jennifer California, an African American perspective, moderated by the host of A More Perfect Union, Doctor Nee Cortelai Corte. 
Um, Thursday. Oh, look at it. We're, we're live. On, oh, we're live on Instagram. On Instagram. Say hello. Hi. Hey. Now, is that one person me watching it? Because you just got one person on there. Um, no, I don't. I have. Um, is that your daughter? My daughter's there. Okay. And there's some uh, there's some other people that joined, but maybe they got bored of me. <laughs> I'm you, sorry if you got bored of me. Instagram thank you is for hard. The, the Instagram's hard. It is. And thank you for the love, Sarah. I see I'm wearing your mask. I well, love you. You have to show boob on Instagram. You got to do something sexy. I'm not showing right? any boob. Oh, well, then that's why you got one person watching. <laughs> it's All right. better than zero, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Dr. Nick Quartalacorte, uh, Thursday, November 3rd, 7 to 9 p.m., only on KBLA Talk. It's the Jennifer California and African American Perspective. Now, the conversation is going to feature an all star panel, including Secretary of State Shirley Weber, Superintendent of Public Instruction Tony Thurman, L.A. County Supervisor Holly Mitchell, Assemblyman Isaac Brown, and more. Uh, don't miss the Jennifer California. And African American perspective Thursday, November third, seven to nine on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. All episodes of this special series available on podcast and video format on the KBLA fifteen eighty app. Um, KBLA fifteen eighty com and on the KBLA app. And we're streaming live right now, so you can check it out. We just started streaming today, which is dope. And comment. You can you can comment through the chat. You oh, know, we'll, we, yeah. we can take your live comments right now. Oh, are yeah. people are people commenting? Yeah, oh. people are commenting. What are they, what are they saying? Uh, no, take the cash. Show me the money. Oh, <laughs> right. No, take the cash. Show me the money. Yeah. All right, uh, more of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Say the quiet part out loud. loud. KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where everybody is somebody and nobody is a stranger. You belong here. Uh, gas oh, gas prices are coming down, uh, although President Joe Biden uh, today accused oil companies of war profiteering. That's interesting. Threatening to go after their outrageous profits if pump prices don't fall. Unless the industry passes some of those profits onto consumers and increases domestic production, Biden said he'll work with Congress to impose a tax on excess profits, along with other restrictions. It's time for these companies to stop war profiteering, Biden said uh, in, a brief, in brief remarks to the White House. Um, the American people will judge who is standing with them and who is only looking out for their own bottom line, which... <laughs> We would all love for the oil companies to do what's right for America and 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 refine. And it's not even, I mean, and refine gasoline a, a, into something that is a little bit more affordable for all Americans. Mm-hmm. I think we were, we can we, we would love that. But at the end of the day, this is a capitalist society, and that they only the only responsibility they have is to their shareholders, whoever they those people are. And I don't know. It, you created the situation. Well. Russia created the situation. You're supporting the situation. I guarantee you, if you would have did nothing, hmm. if the Biden administration would have done nothing to support Ukraine, Russia would have went in, stole a slice of it, and, went, and it would have been done. Yeah. It would have been done by now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They would have stole the eastern piece of the country. You know what I'm saying? It probably would have lasted six, seven months, like they took Crimea, and then it would have been over. But yet, you know, we're, we're allowing this fight to keep going on. We're placing sanctions on Russians. I'm not saying any of it's right, you know what I'm saying? But they're just like, hey. Are we allowing Ukraine into the UN? The NATO, you mean? NATO. Uh, they applied for membership. I mean, it's a very complicated issue. Russia doesn't want NATO. Russia, NATO was put together almost as to combat Russia. And it's funny, Russia was an ally on World War II. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But for some reason, there's a massive distrust with the, you know, it's communism is really what it is. Uh, with the Soviet Union, I should say, there's massive distrust when it comes from the Russian people and to the on, on the uh, and Americans. We don't trust each other, and I, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? There's historical things going on between Ukraine and Russia. 
um, you know, that, that are that are there. It's none of my business. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know why we as a nation have to go stick our head in every situation around the world. Yeah, I mean, that's my thing. why can't we figure out how to fix things here? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just want uh, some shampoo on the shelves when you go looking for it. That's I all. would just like there not to be us to find an issue for the homeless problem. I know. I know. I do not know how we have billions of dollars to I give know. to other countries and their crises. And the amount of people that don't have homes here in the United States is insane. Isn't it? It's it is. insane. Have you been to New York? I haven't been to New York. No, no. Have you been to Chicago? No. It's Insane? Insanity. Really? I the saw, homeless? Man. I saw Chicago. a video. I don't even know how people are homeless in Chicago because the winters are so bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, man, oh, wow. it's, it's terrible here in L.A. I mean, it's the worst here. Out here. I mean, it's was, bad um, here. Obviously, we have the great weather, but. There was video of a guy on Hollywood Boulevard that built his own house. <laughs> Out of what? Out of wood. Oh my god! Interesting. He okay. had a, he had a generator in there. Yeah. He you know he went to go to the bathroom at local businesses, but he he little on Hollywood Boulevard. They, and in the news, you know, they're trying to be slick, look, trying to develop a story. But they call the police, and you know, this is going to ask for help. But really, they want to see them take it down so they can be there while they capture it. You know what I'm saying? It's just nasty. Well, did you hear uh, last week there were these homeless people who got in trouble for hooking up a washer to a business and started washing their clothes? Oh my god! Did you see that? One? No. <laughs> yeah, it was on the news last week. What I want to know is how is it you can find appliances everywhere? <laughs> I mean, th- these everywhere. homeless people. I saw a homeless resilient. Lady a homeless lady downtown on Skid Row area. She was living out of two tents. She had a she had a main tent that had a bed. It had a bed. It had hardwood floors. She had another tent that was a bathroom, and then she had another tent that was a closet. Yeah. And it was like, and, they, and they, I think Joe Rogan said this one time. He said they they everybody's turning into prof- professional campers. Yeah. yeah. You know, living on the streets. I'm like, I want hardwood floors. I don't have hardwood floors. Mm. You know, I'm like, who, who, how are you going to wash and dry up? Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it, you're right. It is getting ridiculous. I mean, how is it that we can send money to Ukraine to fight a war that is not ours to fight? I mean, I get it. Democracy, blah, yada, 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 yada. You know, and I, and listen, I have empathy for the Ukrainians and, 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 the, and the situation that's going on over there. Nobody should be bullied by another nation. I, you know, we should all want peace at the end of the day, but... Um, there's bigger things going on in that country than we, even in that area, than we are privy to know. Um, a lot of behind-the-scenes manipulation from both side, both both countries, United States and Russia. You know, but it's like, how can you send billions upon billions upon billions of dollars, and then you're reneging on the uh, the student debt debt issue here, yeah. or you know what I'm saying, or slow walking that, yeah. but yet Ukraine can get billions of dollars to do what? It's because we need everybody's imports. We need everybody's imports, and and that's that's on that. I mean, I wonder what what how how would America do if we just like listen one year, guys? We need one year where we don't pay out to any country that had an earthquake or a hurricane or a war or any. We just need to get our country together real well, quick. Well, how would how, <laughs> how about how about one year where we do a tax holiday and everybody doesn't have to pay taxes? Yeah, that'd be great. Everybody, mm. you know, just hey, you know what? This year the government's gonna you know. I mean, the government goes into debt anyway. Right. Why not just take an extra day and do a tax holiday for a year and yeah. let it allow you to keep your extra money, pay off your debt? You know what I'm saying? I mean, especially for people who are who are out there earning six figures and 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 the amount of money they're paying in taxes and still and and still recovering. People still recovering from the pandemic. Francesca and Alhambra, what's going on, Francesca? Hi, Don. It's nice to 
hear you again that you're back. Thank you. Listen, here's my thought. Billions sent for Ukraine. I frequently have to go downtown on business. Mm -hmm. It is horrible. There are people, even in front of these city buildings, there are people living on the street. There's garbage everywhere. How about spending some of that money on here? And I read, I read, we don't even know where those billions of dollars are going to or in whose pockets they're going to. We don't know. And what do we get out of it at the end of the day? I mean, what do we get? What do we get out of going to a, a war in Iraq and Afghanistan? I mean, Afghanistan. Okay, I think I think everybody knew Afghanistan. That was kind of like a thing we had to do for Osama bin Laden because he orchestrated nine eleven attacks. But going into our, Iraq, we, get out of, we didn't get anything out of that. What we get out of the- what did we get out of the war in Vietnam? Nothing. nothing but a bunch of nothing but a bunch of dead teenagers. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's horrible. I, mean, I, I think it's 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 ridiculous. What business do we have inter, interfering in other countries' businesses? And now China's about to go into uh, Taiwan, and Biden already said we'll we'll defend Taiwan. I don't want my son going and dying for nothing. Well, you, he's dying for freedom. Mm. Not my freedom. Right, exactly. Freedom. You know, like, your freedom or my freedom or anybody's freedom here? No, no. You know, what I'm saying I'm like I mean, you know, instead of working with these company countries, you know, we have this like line in the sand policy. I mean, the Taiwan situation is, you know, it's. That's kind of like who was really in charge of China at the end of the day. That goes back to World War II. Even the Vietnam situation went back to World War II. Korea situation going back to World War II. All these things are going back to World War II. They're just unraveling themselves, you know. And it's like with the amount of money we're spending trying to keep the status quo. It's like, yo, you know, let's if it's gonna fall, let it fall, you know. I mean, let come, it fall. Let it. Let let it, it it's sad to say, but if it's gonna fall, let it fall. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, we, we got problems here that we need to deal with. You're, you know, like, like Shantae was saying, you know, you got homeless people all over the place. And this is the worst I've ever... I was, I was rolling over with my mother today, and I was just like, I've never seen L.A. this bad. Mm, it's never. bad. It's never. real bad. It's yeah. horrible. And in other it's, countries, it's, it's not like that. that. Yeah. It's not like that? Yeah. No, I was just... People, <laughs> go ahead, ma'am. People are dying. People are dying in the street. Mm-hmm. You know, here's another thing. You were talking about the oil, um, the profits for the oil companies. I do agree. But at the same time, I know you follow up on the news. You're very, um, you know, you're a very intelligent person. Tell me if I'm incorrect. How can they produce more oil here when the oil when when they're they're not allowed to get any permits to 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 get the oil? Yeah. We're getting our oil from from Venezuela and from Saudi Arabia. So how were we? How were we? How were they supposed to refine more? I do understand that they're making profit. What's going to happen when we go to the gas station and there is no gas? Ugh. Because he won't allow. He won't allow us to. To um. He won't allow the oil companies to to refine the oil here. Yeah. To get it. Yeah, Francisco. You know, I I got I got to run. But thank thank you for as always. Thank you for always contributing to, to the conversation. I appreciate mm-hmm. you. Um, and you're right. What's going to happen when there's no gas? They they want us to switch to a that. well. They want us to switch to a green economy. That's really what this is mm-hmm. all about. Trying to force us to move into an electric economy, which I'm all for. But the infrastructure is not here, so we got to deal with. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. USA. Welcome USA. back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio, KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, 
I feel like you be you be you be talking to me subliminally, Krista. <laughs> I mean, you should see Krista. I mean, if you, if you look at the stream on, on YouTube, KBLA fifteen eighty, she has this purge mask on, and then right on the forehead says "die." But I, I'm thinking that's like a a message to me. You know, it's interesting because I I don't want you to die, but I did tell boyfriend today I had a dream about you last night, and mm-hmm. it bothered me. It really bothered what me. What was his whatever? He was okay. He was biting my mom. And he kept, I was yes, biting your mom. We were we were walking, and and I think it was like a downtown area, and we were walking, and my mom was there, and you were biting my mom, and you kept biting her and biting her arm, and I kept hitting you, and I kept slapping you. I took my shoe off, and I was hitting you, and I'm like, stop biting my mom, stop biting my mom, and she wasn't feeling the pain, and I'm like, Don, why are you biting my mom? And you were laughing, and it was so funny to you, but I kept hitting you, and boyfriend's like, you better tell him that dream. There's something what weird. It, what did you eat before you went to sleep or something? <laughs> No, I was watching The Watcher. I don't know if that had anything to do. I with had the worst Netflix. dreams last night because of that. I told my husband this morning. The Watcher. When I woke up. Yes. yes. <laughs> I said I woke up at three a.m. I couldn't sleep because we were watching the damn Watcher. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Before I went to sleep, and I woke up thinking somebody was going to be standing over me <laughs> because the, they snuck into these people's houses yeah. maybe about fifteen times. I'm like, how do you just keep? And there's always somebody in their house just walking around, never being Wait, caught. What, what, what is this? It's is a TV this? show. It's, yeah, oh. but but it's based loosely on some it's actual real. events. Yeah, it's yes. like based on a true story. Like on a true happened. story, mm-hmm. and that's the only thing I could think about because I Wait, watched is this the, the Watcher. is this about the, it was a motel? It's no, a house. It's a, oh, it's a house. This house, this house is like in Pleasantville, USA, no crime in this community. And then like there's this house and people keep buying it, but whoever buys it gets stalked by somebody. Is he, and is he living, in, the person living in the house? We don't know who it is. We don't know. Did you watch the, the ending? No, I haven't. Okay, I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm not going to tell you anything. But I, I'm wondering if it was because I watched The Watcher <laughs> yes. for some yes. weird reason. That is you were exactly it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Hilarious. Man. I could not get back to sleep. 3.30 this morning I yeah. went up. So I was just like, ugh. Yeah, me too. And I woke up. I was mm-hmm. upset. I woke up at 4 a.m. and I was upset. And I was mm-hmm. like, why did I have a dream about Don biting my mom? And why did she not yell at him? She just sat there and let him do it. Maybe your mom likes me. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. She did in the dream. She's just like, oh, no just big deal. Just like, done. Just yeah. Don't bite me. Hilarious. <laughs> um, what do you guys feel about black people and tipping? I'm just, the best tipper. Well, there's a lot of rumors. I'm, I, well, I'm black and I'm the best. Tipper. I had to, I didn't know when there's I was younger. When I, I had to learn. Nobody taught me how to tip. Mm-hmm. I, matter of fact, I was like, well, what are you tipping for? You know, and then you know, you, when you when you're young, you don't really make that much money, so mm-hmm. you're like, you know, you don't really have the money to tip, right? You know what I'm saying? But then it's like you start to have uh, understanding of these people, how much they make, mm-hmm. and yes. and then on top of that, you can appreciate good service. Yes, I really appreciate good service, and I try to make it a standard to tip twenty percent. If I can't tip, I don't use a service. Uh, meaning that if I don't have the money to tip, like Uber Eats, I stopped doing that because it was just everything was getting so expensive. And then you add a tip on top of it. It's like, what am I paying fifty dollars for something that cost me ten bucks, you know, or fifteen dollars or something like that? Like, you know, what I'm saying when you add up all the fees, and and it's just like, oh, this is you know, like I just want some soup, and I gotta spend fifty dollars just to get it delivered to me. It's like, Listen, it's, it's I was ridiculous. at the takeout place the other day. They have a tip jar. And I'm like, but I came here. Yeah, I don't like that. Up the food. All yeah. you did was I'm like, and I have to still feel like I need to tip because you know tip is on everything now you oh can, everything and then i feel guilty when i don't for some things and i'm like does everything deserve a tip well no i like there's this little uh store i go to and like i was just ordering and then there's like do you want to leave
leave a tip. And I'm like, for what? And they, and I and I know they could turn that off. Yeah. But they leave it on because they know people feel guilty. And yep. I'm like, what am I tipping you for for doing your Listen, job? I just paid you the lady who arched my eyebrows today. I just paid her ten dollars. It literally took her less than ten minutes just to clean up, and it cost ten dollars, which is fine. And then she said, tip, what lady? Ten dollars. I just gave you ten dollars to do this service for me. That should be enough. What am I tipping you for? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Yeah, well, does she own the place? No, she just works at the. She's just the threader lady. I'm just like, it's like, are you not making the, any money? I mean, probably not. But like, I can't tip on everything. everything. And that's you know, there was. I mean, I, I at what point do, do you have to tip? What's the over service that she did? Usually tip because waiters kind of oftentimes they go be above and beyond, you know. Yeah, you know. I, like I, I feel bad if I don't tip. But then again, it's like, why am I waiting around and I got to flag you down? Right. And, 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 and like, should I, you know what I'm saying? Like, do I got to tip on that? And I yeah. just, I still do it anyway. But, I, you know, it used to be there's some level of service now. But I guess now it's just automatically expected. Yeah. Like, where's the where's the above and beyond yeah. for you if doing you just your come job? Order. If you just come in order, it's expected for you to tip. But well, I'm like, wait, pause. I, I learned when I was a waitress, um, I realized, I mean, because I got really bad tips. And that's because I sucked. And I'm going to be honest, I was a terrible waitress. Me too. You were too? I was a bad waitress. <laughs> I was bad. I was bad. And so I didn't get good tips. So I always remember what I went through and not getting tips. I will always give 20%. If you suck, you're going to get anywhere from 12 to 15%. Oh, so you're still even. But I still I'm always get. tip. Yeah, yeah, I'm always going to tip. But I do know that I, I can see people's faces when I sit at the table. I, I know that they're worried. I really do. Particularly, you know, white people. I notice that when I go sit down at their table, I can tell that they're worried. That they're probably not going to get a tip, a good one. Because we there is a stereotype that still exists. It really uh, does. This is the bl- worst tips yeah. I've ever had have been from white people. Yeah. Really? Oh, because you used to do used to work in a restaurant where you get to sing. Mm-hmm. And that and... was my over service. I would, I would, I was not that be- the great of a waitress, but I used to come and I'd sing yeah. for them while. Uh, I hope that doesn't have any bearing on how I sing. But <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a dope little but, restaurant. You know, I like that. You know, it was a, it was a you know a restaurant. You go, you sing, da, 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 da. you know, like I have this extra talent or whatever. And but sometimes people just by the book, I come in, you know, five dollars, four dollars, like eat a whole dinner and. Yeah. yeah. Why? What I feel is like for black people is like I speak for my entire culture when I go and sit down at a restaurant. But a white person can be a bad tipper and they're they're not. It's not like, oh, all white people are bad. Tippers. Yeah, like, like, that's not fair. When, when you when you did that, did did you like like how did you do your spiel? Like were you waiting the tables and you mm-hmm. say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm for like 10 minutes. I'm going to be. Just one song at a time, not even 10 minutes. Oh, like, hey, I'm going to be singing on stage, so I might not yeah. be here for a second, but... I usually wait until they have their actual meal propers. That's the best time. But you set their meals down, give them time to, do you guys need anything extra? Boom. Then you did, go sing, well, did and you, you Did you back. give them the heads up? Hey, listen, um, I'm... I'm your waitress and tonight's entertainment. I'm going to be on stage I think when you come to this, when you go, I'm not ever going to say the restaurant's name because I would never give them business. Um, Oh, it still still exists? Yes. But I would never, ever say their name. But when you go, you know that's what you're getting. You know that that's what all the the waiters and waitresses are performers. Oh, wow. Uh, So here's a a black uh, black server. Uh, I can't imagine that this is here in Los Angeles, but she says serving black people is a bad experience a majority of the time which is which is sad i think i i don't, I don't think it's and maybe it's things are changing no one taught me how to tip right 
you know, um, and I never saw the need or, or, or understood the need until I guess I got older. Can I guess something real quick? Yeah. Um, something that I have heard is that black people will make you run around and can you go get this? Can you go get that? Like, and they make you work for your tip and then they don't tip you well. I think some, and I think it might be the younger yeah. aspect. I don't think older black people are, are going to do something like no, that. No, I, I don't I think either. the older you get, the more refined you get. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming. I, I, I don't know. So it's, it's, it's really sad because I love black people so much, but I hate when they come to my job. Like, they never tip. Like, I've been going so hard for black people, but never once have I ever had a black tip who tip me well. Like, or like on percentage, like maybe once in a while, but like, I just had a table with like 15 people, Hispanic, like Dominican. I heard somebody saying they was Dominican. And then a table full of like black people. It was vibes the whole time. Like I really gave great service. I always give great service. Do you know they did not tip? The bill was like six hundred dollars. They did not tip. Like and then they was doing the most. Like they were sending stuff back. Like they was asking for stronger drinks. Like wanting free stuff and like no. Like mad at them. I can't stand serving black people. So I think she's in New York. I saw a little sign that says uh, New York NYC in the back, which mm-hmm. I would think that would be part of the vibe of New York, right? I mean, you worked in New York. It was, it's, but I guess bad tipping happens everywhere. I, I I was not a waiter in New York. I was on Broadway. No, no, so. I mean, but you. No, I'm saying, but you went out. You went out to eat, right, and to places, right. Yeah, but New York prices are high. I mean, like, I don't understand. She had a table full. They spent $600. Isn't gratuity included? Right, right, right. I'm not understanding what she means. Like, how, how did a bill get to $600 with less than five or six people? Gratuity is included after that. I don't know, unless it was just they ran the bill up. It was like three or four, right? Gratuity's after five, right? Yeah, something hey, like that. James, let's see your phone call. We're going to get to you when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Courage is contagious. contagious. We're KBLA Talk 1580. Looking for legitimate political discourse? Without the bear spray, tune in and speak out. KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, Let's go to James in L.A. James, you know, we're talking about uh, tipping, and I really hate to blame black people for tipping, but I might have been a bad tipper, I, you know, uh, in my youth. In my my youth, I do want to say that. Well, I would say... It's not about being a bad tipper. It's about the service. Now, me and my family, we went to Kentucky for a family reunion. Uh-huh. And we stopped up in Tennessee at a Cracker Barrel to get some food <laughs> to take to the hotel. And, uh, That's issue number we one. Got <laughs> lousy, we, we got lousy service. I mean, none of the white waitresses or even the hosts wanted to deal with us. Why? Because you because they were were they racist or was it just you know? I, I don't I don't know. Well, because I'm one of these militant brothers in the first place. Uh, there we go. I I decided to show them what happens when you don't give proper service to paying customers. Uh-huh. We gave the black sister who uh, uh, treated us very well a fifty dollar tip. Oh wow! And I told her to tell everybody. When, when you don't serve black people, you never know what you might miss out on. Sarah, would you like some salt? No, my sister. I do not put white things on my food. Hand me the pepper, please. <laughs> my brother. 
Yeah, well, yeah, all that. <laughs> she, probably, she probably felt that. And it was like, oh, all right, listen, there's a there's a there's a Black Panther. No, was a, you know, <laughs> you know pla- when you go in these little you know small towns off the highway. Yeah, I know. Uh, she didn't know where I told. We asked her where we from. I told her L.A. and she was like all struck. I was like, it's no big deal. It's a place we live. <laughs> but you know, she was nice. All right, all she right. Was real nice. The young girl was nice, but. Other than that, well, uh, I, I used to have you well. always been a good tipper, James? Yeah, because I worked in a restaurant industry when I was in college. Okay, I know how them girls be hustling. Mm-hmm. They sometimes get the, some ignorant people. Uh, they get some disrespectful people, and you, they have to deal with it. If things not going the way it should be, so I understand. All right, I understand. So I I, I tip well. All right, all that's right. just me. All right. Well, thank you, James. I appreciate you for tipping for hey, tipping for the race. I appreciate and that, Krista. Yes. Krista, you hang in there with Don because I know he's a handful. Yes, wait, he wait, is. Wait. Thank you. Wait, thank wait. you for you, recognizing. First that. of all, I'm over here getting double teamed by these two <laughs> and beat on uh, on a, and, and 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 emotionally abused and and it's my, Don, me. Don, you went to the dub. You can handle it. <laughs> Wow. Where? Where did he go? Wait, wait, what is the dub? I don't know. What is it? What, the West Side? Washington High School. Oh, God. Did you go to Washington? I thought you went to Venice. No, I went to Samuel High and Washington Preparatory High School. Oh, Santa Monica. See, he's really Santa Monica. No, don't give him no, Washington Hood no, no. I went to he's Washington. He's really Pre- Santa Monica. I was a general. Excuse you. Did you gra- where'd you graduate yeah. from? All right. Uh, you went to the Santa door. Monica, but sc- excuse me. You graduated me. from Santa Monica. Okay, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I was a general. Because he couldn't hack it at the wash house. Oh, Sam <laughs> dear old Sam Don't give you see, you keep thinking Donna's hood. He's Queen not. He's not. He's not. All right, James. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. You All right. Guys, thank you so much. All right, bye. You guys are a bunch of haters, man. Everybody oh, hates no. uh, Samuel High. I don't understand. I'm sorry I didn't go to Crenshaw where you need a bulletproof vest to walk through the uh, doors. You do. You know what I'm saying? You, well, me. It makes you tougher. I remember. But it's outside world. When you go to Kentucky, I don't have no problems in Kentucky. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I remember I had this girlfriend one time, and she went to Audubon, and I, I, I took the bus all the way over here. They're like, sir, what are you, what are you doing over here? I was like, yeah, I'm just trying, you know, say hi to my girlfriend. You know, she, this is before cell phones. He's like, what's your girlfriend's name? He's, yeah, I told her it was like Quinta or something like that. I don't remember what it was. He was like, oh, I know her. Uh oh. Yeah, exactly. He was like, yeah, 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 man. Uh, I'll tell her you said hi if you know if I see her. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta be careful because they might beat you up around here. Yeah, that's why I went to junior uh, high too. Yeah, Audubon. Yeah, I went to Audubon. Yeah. I mean, but I've listen. I've i I dated a girl across the street from the Jordan Down Projects. I've been all over LA. I, I lived in the projects. I lived in the projects in Santa Monica. No, I lived in, in the Mar Venice? in the Mar Vista <laughs> Garden Venice? Projects. Yes, they're in, Ven- in Venice, Venice adjacent. On Venice Beach. Okay, adjacent. I don't think that's the same thing. It. it Okay, right. I'm not giving you hood cred because you grew up on Venice Beach. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. <laughs> you see, everybody belittles my my hood upbringing. <laughs> I used to take the bus four hours to go visit my girlfriend. What was her name? Her name was uh, Toya. Her name was Toya. Four hours from from Santa Monica to go cross street to the Jordan Down Projects. Nobody messed with me. Hmm. Now I'm not out here, you know, throwing up gang signs and sagging and, and throwing flags or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, just say I was blessed. 
Yeah. <laughs> what? Listen, it's all good. <laughs> you didn't want none of this crush your life. No, I did not. I got what I got, and I'm happy for it. Okay. Yeah, no. All right, get ready for a Jennifer California and African American perspective, moderated by the host of a more perfect union, Doctor Nee Quarter Lie Corte, Thursday, November third, seven to nine. Only on KBLA Talk 1580. This conversation will feature an all-star panel, including Secretary of State Shirley Weber, Superintendent of uh, Public Instruction Tony Thurman, L.A. County Supervisor Holly Mitchell, Assemblyman Isaac uh, Bryan, and more. Uh, Agenda for America and African American Perspective, Thursday, November 3rd, 7 to 9 p.m., uh, only on KBLA Talk 1580. This is executive produced by Tavis Smiley. Um, and this is a great conversation here. All episodes of the special series available on, uh, in podcast and video format on KBLA1580.com uh, or on the KBLA app, which we are streaming to right now. Um, and you can check us out on YouTube. Hey, are we going to be on uh, Facebook and Instagram? And, and we're working on that, we're, you know, slowly. We're, we're working the kinks out. I'm trying to get my laptop hooked up to the stream and everything going on so we can... Uh, you know, uh, put the video component to this whole situation and, and, and uh, make it a little bit more lively. Um, I've got a woman uh, coming up speaking about um, red flags that all men notice in women. Mm. You know, like, um, I guess, are younger women expecting men to do more for them before? Listen, younger women are expecting men to do more than husbands are doing for their wives I currently know. at the moment. <laughs> What? Where did this level of like? Say, good lord! Where a lot the, of entitlement going right. on with yeah, the younger I, generation. A lot of entitlement. I don't know. I, I want to know where the entitlement came from. It's their very, parents probably. Like I, for me, I raised my daughter. You're a princess, so maybe uh, that's where she has that entitlement. Like you're a princess and don't accept anything less than this. But she doesn't run these guys around like that. She's not like that. All right, we'll get to this woman then when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. KBLA fifteen eighty Santa Monica. NBA is back and everybody is talking about what to expect this year. Here's the logo Laker legend Jerry West on KBLA Talk 1580 talking about L.A. Clippers superstar Kawhi Leonard. Oh my gosh, he's a stud man. He really is. And watching him work out is pretty interesting because he is so dedicated. He'll go out there for an hour and 45 minutes, uh, two hours, and he does the same thing almost every day. He does not play in the offseason. He just works on his game. He's a powerful kid who happens to be one of the league's best defensive players offensively he can really shoot the ball and when he first came into the league that's something he couldn't do but he might be the best two-way player in basketball don't miss the kbla sports minute weekdays and out of bounds weekends only on kbla talk 1580 we've got a lot to talk about we fly no lie you know this Uh, yeah, I forgot it is uh, Halloween today. I, 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 That's because you can dress up. You're not. No, no, you're right. I, I, I was dating a girl one time, and she got, she wanted to go do the Halloween thing. I just, it, I just, it was never me. Surprise! You love Halloween too. You like scary movies and all that. I, I just, I like going with friends to like uh, the Universal Studios Halloween and and knots and stuff like that. Just, it's fun. But the whole dressing up thing is not really, you know. I'm not like social like that. Mm-hmm. Although me and me and a uh, new girlfriend were supposed to go do something. You didn't do anything this weekend, Halloweeny at all. 
Well, we took her daughters to um, this experience that they had uh, over in like Woodland Hills or Encino area. Yeah. Uh, kind of like an like, experimental type situation. It was it was for little kids. Yeah. Uh, it was nice. It was it was cute. You know, her da- one of her daughters dressed up as cat Catwoman, mm-hmm. and the other one dressed up as I don't know, but it was a scary outfit. It was cool. <laughs> it was a cool outfit. It was scary though. Um, and it was it was cool. It was cool. Um, um, my girlfriend's been not feeling too well, so it's kind of like it's kind of put a hamp- damper on some things. Feel yeah. better. Yeah, I, I hope. Oh, last night was horrible. Poor thing. It was just from walking around at that thing last night. It, she wasn't feeling too well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's 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 a you know, yeah. Hopefully, get it done. Get get it taken care of. Um, here's a young lady who uh, says these are red flags that all men notice in women, which I I for a long time felt women were beating up on men, but then for some reason I start seeing this defense from women um, of men. Now, and I'm starting to see more and more of it online, which I've always appreciated because we can't defend ourselves from women because it looks like we will end up bullying women. And it takes a woman to defend a man from another woman, Um, or at least from narratives being created, you know. Um, So here's uh, she's uh, this chick breaks down four red flags that all men notice in women. Non-reciprocal energy. You hear a lot of women in the dating market saying when the right man comes along, you will not have to try. And although it's true that you won't have to try too hard, there's a difference between not trying too hard and not trying at all. You don't have to be thirsty. You don't have to come off desperate. But no man wants to be pursuing a woman that they feel is not giving them the same kind of energy in return. I, I've d- I've done that. Mm-hmm. And then I've had to become a better steward of recognizing that that she's just not into you. I think when a, when a woman is into you or when anybody's into anybody, you it'll be known right away. Like oh, yeah. you just, you know, you have to beat them off with a stick, mm-hmm. you know? Number two, unrealistic financial expectations. Whew. Somewhere in the modern dating market, we have communicated to women that it is totally acceptable to expect a man to pay for their hair or their nails for a first date or to even go as far as to ask a man they barely even know to help them with their bills. Feeling entitled to lavish treatment or financial assistance from a man that you barely even know that's still trying to get to know you is an extremely unrealistic expectation. And social media has done a really bad job of making modern women think that that behavior is normal. Let me, what? Oh. Let me be clear. There's nothing wrong with wanting a man who's financially solid, but no man wants to feel like they're your walking ATM. Yeah, I, I, I've I felt like that. And in some some I've also felt some people I've dated just they like the attention. The only time I've ever asked a man to front me for those things uh-huh. is if they have a problem with the way I'm already doing it. What do you mean? Like like if you make a comment and you say like, oh, you didn't get your nails done. Nope. But if you'd like to get them done, cheers to you. If not, this is how they're going to look for the next X amount of weeks until I can afford to get them done again. Would you do them the way they wanted you to get them done? Like, yep. oh, wow. Absolutely. Oh. Men really like French tips. What's the thing? Oh, yeah. What's the what's the deal, guys? You know, it, it's it's <laughs> what's up with the French tips? It's it's <laughs> it's clean. It's it's sophisticated. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, I, is it? I don't know if but it's I, also. All I don't men. think they know how much those things cost. The French tips. So yeah, the fake nails, the French tips, all that, all that is extra. 
Oh, is it? Yeah. So it's, it's not like, you know, a manicure, maybe you can get off with maybe 20, 25 bucks for a manicure, you know, buff paint, polish your own natural nails. But if you start adding those extra nails and then you want French tip, you know, you, you can walk out of there paying $60, $70 just for a full set of nails. You get your nails done, Chris? No. And I'll tell you, I used to. but if Oh, you, you did? Don't, I, oh, yeah, I used to. But, you know, being a mom, I don't have the time and I wash a lot of dishes. I'm very around the house. Yeah. So boyfriend, when I do get my nails done... He notices it, and he's like, oh, do you want me to get it done for you? Like, I'll pay, and I'm like, why? It's a waste of money. Because my toes, pedicures are, are what I really like. Hands, no, because I do a lot of cleaning. I wash my own car. I fix stuff around the house. It's just a waste of money. Well, how much is the pedicure, manicure running around about that? I mean, $100. Yeah. Anywhere from 100 120 bucks, you could easily pay for a full set and, uh, and a nice pedicure. Well, I heard some lady was where like, it cost 350 She was you like, don't get foot fungus. Foot fungus. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Some girl was talking about, yeah, if you, you know, send me 350 to get my nail, my nails. I thought, that, know, was, I thought so that was expensive. You start looking at some of the nails that are getting done now. I mean, where like each individual nail has its own little mm-hmm. pizzazz on it. Yeah, women are paying 150 200 to get their nails done. Absolutely. Yeah, where I like to get my pedicure. Pedicure, just the basic is seventy five dollars, but because they're clean and they they use organic nail polish, um, if I wanted to add like you know callus remover, like you have to yeah. add on all the stuff, it can be well over a hundred yeah. bucks, like maybe one hundred and fifty, depending. But basic is seventy five. Okay, so make I, your, I, I, for pedicure. your feet soft, men like soft feet. Yeah. So yeah. if you start telling me that these are the things that you want, and my budget doesn't afford for me to, if this is what you Whoa. need and you want, then by all means, please front me the but money. That's Fair. That's fair. But for me to just be like, I'm doing it for you, and like, who are you right, for me to be doing this for? Right, like, yeah. right. But that's fair. I, that's, that's fair. I, this yeah. is what I was talking about well, earlier. Like, if if you want to look pretty, and 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 I can, can help contribute to that. You know what I'm saying? We're in a, we're in a, we're seeing each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't mind doing that. I'm not doing it off the bat, but you know what I'm saying? Because I don't like I don't, I need to know that you're not using me just to get things done. So I have yeah. a pair of shoes right now that my husband absolutely hates. <laughs> he hates them. He hates when I wear them. There's like my slides that I wear around the house. Mm. But ever so often, I'll forget, <laughs> and I'll be outside in them. <laughs> I'll be like in public places, and so he'll look down. He'll be like, Shante. I'm like, like, dang, man, I just walked out the house in these because they're, they're, they're comfortable, right? They're so comfortable. And he's like, please. And then one the other day, he came home, and he just I had to let him in a gate. And he just looked down, and he just said, Shante, you just look dusty. <laughs> yeah, it's you know of, what? And I, I appreciate when guys do that because, like, when you're talking about the shoes, my thing is socks with flip flops. Yeah. And boyfriend hates that. He's yeah, like, why you, are you, you going out with you're socks? You're not and supposed to wear socks with flip But I understand <laughs> it's like quick to yeah. get yeah. the. Just let me just, but he immediately was like, we're going to the store and we're getting you some new shoes. I said, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but are you because gonna, I'm not gonna buy them. Yeah, not right now because I don't need them. Are you gonna get rid of your slides? Then? Absolutely, I'll chuck them. I thought they were comfort- Well, there comes a point where it becomes more about comfort than style. No, there's there's, a, mean, there's there's an age he just, point. He hates them yeah, right. so much. He hates them so much. I was like, but, but he's gonna give me another comfortable pair. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Okay. All it's right. It's not like he's like gonna put me in a pair of stilettos. He's like, please, just get another. You need a new pair of those. I'm like, okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Here's uh, number three. Number three, immaturity and uncontrolled emotions. 
immaturity, uncontrolled emotions, acting crazy, all of that has been rebranded recently as being toxic. And there are a lot of social media channels out there that actually glamorize being toxic and encourage women to engage in this kind of behavior. When good men get a sense of that behavior, you lashing out, blocking their number, cursing them out, they either just stop taking you seriously from that point forward or they don't tolerate it altogether. Yeah. Because you're coming across to him more so like a child who's throwing a temper tantrum than you are a woman who wants to be taken seriously as an adult. Yeah. Number four, yeah. probably the most controversial one of all, being too masculine. A lot of women will shy away from being feminine now because of the negative connotation that's associated with that in modern society. Whether you like it or not, the reality is that men like feminine women. Now, this is the part in the story where a lot of women will say, well, it takes the right man to bring out that feminine energy. Although I do think that there are some points of that that are true. Overall, I don't really agree with that. I think that as a woman, you either embrace your feminine energy and you walk in that or you just haven't tapped into it. There are so many women in the modern dating market who have hardened themselves to steal because of the negative experiences that they've had with men. Blocking your feminine energy is often a defense mechanism for a lot of women so that they don't get hurt in the future. But don't let the experiences of the past turn you bitter. I, I do believe that if a woman is acting feminine that it, it is a man's job to understand that and protect that and not uh, not berate or knock them down on that. Like you have to recognize if you are being this way around me to protect that, you know what I'm saying? Because to me, that that energy f feels so good. There's something something beautiful about a woman being very feminine. But I find that if I cry or show emotion, s there are men that don't like that. Oh, yeah. There are men yes. that are like, so then that's when you get the harder side of me. Mm -hmm. If oh, no. you don't let me cry mm -hmm. and be the one... Be the natural thing that, you know, naturally, I want to break down and cry right now. I'm telling you that you've hurt my feelings. And being that feminine thing, if you don't acknowledge it and you don't treat it with empathy and, okay, and allow me to have that, I don't feel safe, then you get that harder side of me where I'm like, all right, well, you know, <laughs> all right, cool, 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 cool. We'll do this your way. And then I start to mirror behavior. Yeah. Ooh, mirror behavior. I do. I'm a I'm a firm believer in mirroring other people's behavior because sometimes people do not recognize how they are treating you until you treat them that way. I agree. And yeah. then they I can't handle it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, but you just did this to me yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it's not OK then. OK, so now let's revisit this yeah. conversation that you told me to get over it. I've learned a lot about now, myself. Until mm -hmm. I, it, it, I've learned a lot about myself when I start seeing it in other people. And I'm like, ooh. That's that, what that's, that feels like. That's how that. Yes. That's how I'm coming on. Yes. And it's it's like oh my god. And it's it's like it's 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 something I try not to. I try to have empathy and try not to do because I'm like God will show you yourself mm -hmm. and other people. Yeah. And it's like yeah. ooh. I agree. I learned about myself that way too. Mm -hmm. I, I do what you do. I definitely would mirror uh, a, a guy. Really? Definitely. I had a boyfriend that was very. I would cry and he'd say toughen up. But I remember he was going through something and I didn't show any empathy and it was an eye opener for him. But also I've been that person too where I'm just like oh you're just being a wuss. And when it comes back to me. And I realized, wow, I wasn't, I wasn't cool in that yeah. moment. So yeah, it's a great I, learning experience. I, I think it's just as you. I mean, for me, as I've gotten older, I've tried to refine myself and try to constantly keep growing and and, and understand this, you know. And then also, I mean, it's, she's. I think this woman is a lot of red flags that she's broken down that I've dealt with, and it's just like, okay, if I see you acting immature and all this other stuff, I'm like, I'm, I'm not gonna deal with it. Not that 
I'm wishing anything bad or hate you or anything like that. It just doesn't, it's not conducive to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, but is it immaturity or is it emotions? I think there's a fine line between that. There, There is, but I think that at some point you learn how to get your emotions in check. Like, I'm not going to knock you or hate on you because you're crying or anything like that. Am I, I'm going to try to comfort and soothe and try to be a... a uh, um, a, a source of energy in, in a moment where you're feeling uh, horrible to try to get you out of this spot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I, I'm not going to be... When, when I was younger, though, I think I would have been like, come on, stop crying, get over it, move past it, because that's something that I would have done. And, and having empathy for someone else who is dealing with something not the way that you would deal with it mm-hmm. is, I think, a sign of maturity um, and, and growth from, from from my part, yeah. you know, because it's like I, everybody deals with things differently, you know. And you know, if, if you're crying, the worst thing you can do is make you tell your mate to get over and, it. And I want to say that you know, there's a lot of people out there that are very sensitive. I am definitely one of them, and I honestly can say, like, I would say my mom and my daughter, and sometimes my boyfriend. Sometimes my boyfriend, like, I don't really go to him like that because he's got his own problems. But when we're talking about like friends it's hard for them to hear the cries. And so that's why, like, I I don't want to go to them, you know, because I just, I feel like I'm the one where you can come to me and cry and I'm going to be sympathetic and I'm going to work it out with you. But sometimes it's hard with, you know, some of your own friends when they hear you cry. It's like they just don't even want to be bothered. It's really weird. Maybe it's uncomfortable for them. I don't know. Well, they probably don't know what to say do or they just don't want that type of energy some people just don't like don't no. don't don't, oh, don't want to live in that space with you at all i recently had that happen to one of my family members one what? of my family members was like Shantae, you're just you're just too much and i was like since when <laughs> and i was like oh okay all right but you know listen you're not my person then you're not yeah. my people because right. the people who i'm able to really confide in and really you know can go to and say these are the things that are happening now listen i'm an actor tell very exciting stories it could have been the smallest thing at work but when i retell that story (laughs) it's gonna be like it was the most major thing that ever happened (laughs) and so i think sometimes with with this uh family member she thinks that like my life is really heightened and dramatic but you know i just tell exciting stories yeah Yeah. you know like that's just how i am you know so it's i'm just like oh you think i'm just like out here kicking butt and taking names out in the streets all the time i was like it's not like that i just i'm just animated yeah you know so for her my animation oh too much was a lot eh, you know but i mean she's she, your family she should know you by now at some you point you would right? think she's yeah. my older cousin she's yeah. she, she saw me gr- come up in the world yeah. you know but i'm all good with people when they can use me to perform yeah and then i'm not not so much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right more of this conversation when we come forward it's kbla talk 1580 this is KBLA Talk 1580, 80, where truth prevails. prevails. The tricky station is down the dial. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. So the world has canceled Kanye West. Have we gone too far now trying to cancel Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving tweeted a, and he and he actually took the tweet down from what I, I understood. He, he so he tweeted a, a Amazon Prime movie. So he was searching for movies on Amazon Prime, which I want to watch the movie now. Although I didn't know if I wanted to pay eleven ninety nine to rent the movie, but I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll I'll pay the money. Oh, it, well, yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, it, the movie's called from Hebrew from Negroes to Hebrews or Hebrews from Negroes. No, from Hebrews to Negroes mm. or Negroes to Hebrews, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Kyrie 
tweeted it out, and then the owner of the Nets was like, hey, it's a very anti-Semitic movie with a whole bunch of other stuff. And I don't even know. And they made it, they wanted to make it seem like he had some stake in the film. And he was just like, I just... It's just a film. I Googled it. It happened. Did you see the press conference? Man, he spoke so eloquently. Did he not? Oh, my god! Oh, gosh. my God. I, I mean, when I tell you he shut people down... He spoke so eloquently, like, why are we a, even still talking about this? I had a newfound respect for, for Kyrie Irving after, I, after this I whole, did whole situation. I did, too. I was like, wow, you can't. And it's a title given to Christ, Philippians 2.11. And my name translates in the Hebrew language as Yahweh. Mm -hmm. So I went on the Amazon Prime. I was like, you know what, let me see if there are any documentaries on Yahweh. So went in the search bar, typed in Yahweh. That came up. Went out and shared it on my platform. That was my night. In terms of the backlash. Yeah, it's like he's like, you don't have to agree with everything that's in a movie just to like, hey, you know what? I thought this was interesting. I take so much issue with the fact. Okay, play, finish, okay. dude, because I have so much to say or about what this. What people call it. Uh, we're in 2022. History is not supposed to be hidden from anybody. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a divisive person when it comes to religion. I, I embrace all walks of life. You see it on all my platforms. I talk to all races, all cultures, all religions, and my response would be, um, it's not about ed educating yourself on what Semitism is and what anti-Semitism is. It's really about learning the root words of where these come from and understanding that this is an African heritage that is also belonging to the people. Mm. Africa is in it, whether we want to dismiss it or not. So the claims of anti-Semitism and who are the original chosen people of God and we go into these religious conversations and it's a big no-no. I don't live my way like that. I don't live my life that way. Excuse me, I grew up in a melting pot and I say a melting pot of all races, white, black, red, yellow, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, and you can see the way I live my life now. I'm not here to be divisive, so they could push their agenda. I don't want to say they, because I'm not identifying any one group or race of people, but I'm in a unique position to have a level of influence on my community and what I post does not mean that I support everything that's being said or everything that's being done. Or I'm do, do, in the conversation. Well, what I, but no, because they keep it going on. But I, I know, but, 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 but it, that should have been enough. But you know what's so funny, though, is that what's happening to Kanye or what Kanye was saying, it's like there's this blind thing that's where this blind... I got to shut this down because without even having any type of intellectual conversation about what it is, what's wrong, what you find offensive about it. You know what I'm saying? Am I not allowed to have a different point of view than you? Maybe we can disagree. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean I hate you. That doesn't mean I'm hostile to Jewish people because I tweeted a movie out or I want to wish death onto Jewish people. You know, it's just, it's a weird situation. And it's some of this is what Kanye was talking about. So there are flawed people in every race, religion, yeah. culture, creed. Are there not flawed people in the Jewish religion? Yeah. Are, are there not conversations for, are, are they the people that are, are unflawed and we can't discuss and we can't say, yo, I don't agree with this, that, and the third? Are, I'm, I don't, it, it's just, are they above reproach, I guess, is did my, you, did my you see question. This person? You did Kyrie Irving? I did. Um, I mean, just listen how they keep pressing him. And we'll get Q, I see your phone. Go. We're going to get you a second. Anything. All I do is post things for my people and my community mm -hmm. and those that it's actually going to impact. Anybody else that has criticism and obviously wasn't meant for them. And he put the mic down like what? Yeah. So good. Right? Hopefully I'm 
understanding what you said, and I, I want to make sure I get it right because I don't want to misquote any expect, part of it. I don't expect understanding from a media conglomerate group that sincerely talks about the game of basketball, and then we bring up religion as if it's correlative at times when it's convenient for people right? to bring it up. So please just be direct with your question so we can move on from this and I can talk about the game and go home to my son Elohim and my wife Marlene, okay? Am I to take it that this was, the, what you shared was not something that you've even watched? This was, you did, okay, you did watch it or either watch it or... No, I did watch Read a lot. Read a whole bunch. Good and bad about the people. It's hard to, he's, to hear him talking, but this this gives me a whole different perspective on the whole COVID. Because I was upset at him about it for not getting the whole COVID mm-hmm, shot mm-hmm. just to go play in the in the freaking game. You know what I'm saying? Like You felt like he was letting his teammates down, but I, okay. I guess understand or not understand those that might imply that that work had anti-Semitic leanings in it. Right. I only ask this because the tweet is still up there. So I We're in 2022. It's on Amazon, a public platform. Whether you want to go watch it or not is up to you. There's things being posted every day. I am no different than the next human being, so don't treat me any different. You guys come in here and make up this powerful influence I have over top of the adultery of you. You cannot post that. Why not? Why not? Everybody posts everything else. You saw the word nigger going up on Twitter, right? I don't hear an uproar of that. That part. Right? I'm not here that to be part. divisive on what's going on on this or that. I'm not comparing Jews to blacks. I'm not comparing white to black. I'm not doing that. That conversation is dismissive, and it constantly revolves around the rhetoric of who are the chosen people of God. And I'm not here to argue over a person or a culture or religion on what they believe. No, nah, this is what is here. It's on a public platform. Did I do anything illegal? Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did I do anything illegal? Did I hurt anybody? Did I harm anybody? Am I going out and saying that I hate one specific group of people? So out of all the judgment that people got from me posting, I, I just, without talking to me, and then I respect what Joe said, but there has a lot to do with the not ego or pride of how proud I am to be an African heritage, but also to be living as a free black man here in America, knowing the historical complexities for me to get here. Then that right there hit me off. All right, Q, we're going to get to you when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. Less BS per broadcast. Fewer microaggressions per megawatt. KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, we're talking about Kyrie Irving uh, and this amazing press conference that we saw over a tweet that he tweeted out, which is very weird that we, we're in a place where, and I guess we're in a new technological revolution where people's thoughts are becoming more um, public through the these apparatus, these apps. Um, he tweeted a movie, I think, from um, from Hebrews to Negroes that he said he watched um, uh, and didn't say anything else other than just tweeted the, tweeted the link, check it out. I don't even think he said check it out, he just tweeted it. And then all of a sudden the president of the Nets is like, or the owner of the Nets is like, oh, yeah, I got to sit down and talk to you. I disagree, it's anti-Semitic. I'm like, oh, God. You know, anti-Semitic is just, it's a very, it's a very weird word. Yeah. Because it sounds like you want to kill the Jewish people, but it just it's just hostility towards mm-hmm. the Jews, which is a, like hostility. We black people, we need to come up with a word like that. 
anti-black or something. We don't already anti-blemetic. That? That's what we need. <laughs> you're, an, you're being anti-blemetic. But then no, nothing that we produced would ever come out either. Yeah, because yeah. it'd be like if I were to be like, oh, straight out of Compton. No, oh, man. that's anti-blemetic. That's anti-blemetic. <laughs> that's anti-blemetic. Let's go to Q in uh, L.A. What's going on, Q? Hello, my brother. Good uh, good evening to you and the beautiful sister. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, brother, I think the world has been miseducated on this anti-Semitic. Who are the real Semitic people? If all uh, history and the biblically, it tells us that Semitic people are dark in people. Mm-hmm. Arab, Ethiopian, you know, they're dark people. So how can a black person be anti-Semitic? How can a black person be against himself? With this European Jews that became Jews by conversion into the religion of Judaism, mm-hmm. they have taken our, uh, they've, they've stolen our heritage. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they keep um, um, spreading these four rumors about people who use the word is because it's revealing who they truly are that they have no relation, they are not, they are not Hebrews. They became Jews by conversion. But if there's enough time, I can tell you the whole history, how they came about from the Khazar Empire until they came who they are today. And so every time you speak something, the truth about them, then they get upset because the truth hurts. Well, mm. I, I, I understand why um, the Jewish people would get upset by any type of criticism because the last time they were criticized, you know, there was the Holocaust. So I think we, you, you definitely need to take that and put that into consideration that, uh, you know, if you, and listen, it's why black people, we, we, we constantly talk about slavery so much is because it's a level of, it's a piece of trauma. That we're that we're carrying along, especially Black Americans, uh, that that's kind of hanging over our head. And so the same thing, I think you got to put that in context with the Jewish people going back into Nazi Germany, which is a little bit more recent than slavery, but you know, not. It has no relation, rather, it has no relation to uh, Black slavery and what they claim to be. No, I, what, uh, what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that when you start criticizing them, there is a, I think a level of trauma that, uh, the Jewish people have from the Holocaust. You know, I mean, these, these people have been destroyed and, and enslaved, you know, throughout time. And it, it, you're right. And, you're, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm not comparing the two. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying that there's a, there's a level of trauma there that, that, uh, they're like, it's it's like when black people feel like it's like with us with racism, you know. What I'm saying we start we start moving it. Somebody starts moving towards us in a certain way. We 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 automatically feel like it's racist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like when you criticize them, it's almost kind of like you know, or, or you say something that's contrary to that different than what they believe. They feel like you're being anti-Semitic. You know what I'm saying? And we need to find a way to be able to have conversations with each other and. My point is that they are not Semitic people. They are not. They are not Hebrews. Mm. They are not Ethiopians. They are not Palestinians. They are not Arabs. You know, Arabs are Semitic people. If you look, once you get a chance, look in the dictionary and find who the Semitic people are. There's nothing relation. There's nothing mentioned about Jews. Not at all. Not. Yeah, I don't even know. No, I, don't know. I don't even know where I'm. Like the Jewish history, even like 
you know, how we got to the modern day Jews of today, you know. Read, uh, you can Google the Kaza Empire. The Kaza Empire. I think I, you've, you've called yes. before, Q, haven't you? I think you remember tell, you telling me about that book before, right? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, I remember you. Read the Kaza Empire, and when you read the, uh, the Kaza Empire and the fall of the Kaza Empire, it will tell you the story about how they came to be. They were in the Kaza Empire until Genghis Khan. And conquer so, the the Kaza Empire, so, and so that's why they started around. Yes, sir. So who do you who who do you think the real Hebrews are? The real Hebrews are the Black Israelites. Mm. The Black Israelites. You mean the Black Israelites that are here in America? Yes, oh. and, and 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 other parts of uh, 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 other parts of Africa. Yeah, those are the those are Semitic people. Those are those are the Hebrews. The Hebrews. But this uh, Ashkenazis. Uh, Jews or Kazarian Jews, they are not Hebrews. Yeah. They only converted into Judaism when the, the Catholic Church sought their alliance and they refused, and then the, uh, the Mohammedans also mm -hmm. sought their alliance and refused. Mm -hmm. They were a rich empire. So when Genghis Khan conquered them, mm -hmm. they, they spread mm -hmm. all over. They spread over. You saw, so they, the are you saying they, they came from, from Europe or East Asia and then they moved down into the yes, Middle East? They, they, yes, they were in the middle of uh, um, the Kaza Empire. Was uh, is, uh, it's about maybe about eight hundred miles northeast of uh, where Israel is today. Yeah, right, right, right. You know. Yeah, because I've always I've always wondered how like uh, and you know not that I'm hating or anything like that. But I've always wondered how the Jewish people of that because a lot of people in that in that region are brown. And how you know the Jewish yeah. people are, are kind of kind of a, a whiter skin. Um, not all of them, yeah. but you know. Yeah. But but that you know, I always always wondered about that and how that how that actually came to be. But there was a lot of conquering going on and a lot of movement going on, either from uh, from Europe. Uh, you know, the Romans came down there, the Greeks came down there, the Egypts went up. You know, what I'm saying uh, it, it's a lot of movement going on in there. Yeah, it has been. But you know, just the fact. I mean, what's annoying is that when a black person speaks about uh, the ongoing activities, and then they call the black person anti-Semitic. How can a black person who is a Semite be anti-Semitic? Well, I think this is what uh, Kanye. I think this is what Kanye was trying to say, but he wasn't very articulate. Yeah. And when he when he wasn't articulate with it, you know, he leads himself up to uh, criticism, and uh, you know, now he's yeah. no longer a billionaire. You know, hey Q, I, I appreciate it. we got to run. Uh, let's go to Fahima real quick. I gotta, I'm gonna check out that the Kazi Empire. Q, I appreciate that. I, I, I think I looked it up last Hi. time. Yes. Yeah. Gentlemen, how are you? Great. Thanks, sir, and welcome back to the other system. Hi. Hi. Okay, what I'd like to do, I emailed you the definition of a. I can it up and read it, please. Let's see. Okay. Semites are a group of Near Eastern and African people descended from Shem, called the father of the Semites. Shem was a son of Noah. He had seven other members of his family entered the ark, escaped the flood, and lived to repopulate the earth. Though Shem passed the line of descent on to the Messiah. Jesus Christ, Shem's great-grandson, Eber, was the father uh, of those who were eventually called Hebrews, including Abraham. Abraham was, uh, was, uh, was the Abraham was the founder of the Hebrews, right? Oh, you're cutting, you're cut, you're cutting in and out. Okay, the point Look, they're being, what did I, anti-blemetic right now by not allowing Fahim no, to talk no, on the phone. No, I'm not, I'm not I'm not being anti-Semitic. No, no, I didn't. I didn't say you. I said. I said the phone company's being anti-Blemetic. Oh. 
Oh, that is correct. The people that are Semitic people are people from North Africa and the, that region of the world, just as the brother mentioned, Arab. Okay, Ham, Shem, and Jacob are the three descendants of the Semitic people. You, you know what's Black interesting though? Some are, some people like some some of the North Africans don't don't find don't don't really f uh, consider themselves Africans. They feel themselves more you, Arab. John, you're, Don, you're conflating race and ethnicity, okay? Race, they're, they're distinct. We're talking about what a Semitic person yeah. is. They are a descendant of Abraham. Black people in America and the Caribbean and Latin America, their descendants are from Africa. And if you are from Africa, you are a Semitic person. Now, Jewish brothers and sisters, men, as the brother said, converted to Judaism in an effort to escape many of the wars that went on in ancient times. Yeah. Okay. And like Sammy Davis Jr. converted to Judaism. Yeah, he did. There are a number of people. Judaism is a religion, and I'm not going to say that it is an ethnic culture because they consider that, and, and I believe it's self-determination, and people have every right to define themselves however they please. Yeah. But black people are Semitic people. Arab people are Semitic people. And Egyptians are Semitic people because if you are a descendant of Abraham, Ham, Shem, and Jason, you are a Semitic person. Judaism is a religion that anyone can convert to. Now, Hebrews were original people. Oh, they, I think we finally, they, they cut her off. I think we, yeah, we, for anyway, yeah, we, we, Oh, there, there you go. I'm, yeah, so all I'm saying is that the, just like right now, you have, they're trying to kick out the uh, Africa, the Hebrews from Israel yeah, right yeah, yeah. now, from kick them out. And remember, I don't remember when they airlift the Ethiopians. I remember that. I remember the that. Jews, the Ethiopian Jews are the original. Hebrews of the Bible, and this is not being anti. Uh, Judaism is a religion that anyone can convert to. You know, it's interesting. I think the the Ethiopians have the only Bible that they have the last Bible that's not edited, right? With all the books in it. They have the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard that. Hey, Fame, we we, we got to run because your your phone's just uh, it's it's getting annoying. Um. I don't know. Listen, um, I shout out to Kyrie Irving for handling that uh, um, that that press conference very well. I felt that they did try to bully him, though. Absolutely. Like they tried to bully Kanye West. Mm -hmm. um, although Kanye, he just left himself open. He was trying to fight a fight. He was trying to fight a fight that he was winging. He's trying to wing a fight, I guess that's what it is, when he just wasn't armed with enough information to sit there and articulate exactly what his position is. Yeah. And then you're hanging around Candace Owens, which is another issue in itself, <laughs> to where it's like, what's really going on here? And then you're conflating George Floyd and a whole bunch of other stuff. All right, listen, we're almost getting close to wrapping things up. Uh, more of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. You have the right to remain silent, but don't. But don't. Let them hear you on KBLA Talk 1580. Find a righteous range, and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk 1580. Well, we talked about a lot today. Um, I just feel like Krista's been telling me to die all day long. 
Um, I just—it's very interesting to see looking at you. Are you—are you really trying to tell me something? No, but it feels good to wear a mask. I, I realize I'm going to go buy a bunch of masks. I love them. Oh my gosh! I really like masks. Like, but not this kind of mask. You have to wear for COVID. Yeah, no, like a full, a full-fledged mask. I had to go and pick up uh, medicine for my daughter, and uh, the looks I got with the mask because I was like, I'm going to go in because I don't have my, my other mask and she still made me put on a mask to go pick up the medicine but the looks i got were really interesting i liked it oh, i loved it actually i didn't like it i loved it it gave me a high oh my gosh all right okay she's wearing this every day to work now Don. every day she said every day is halloween and then she brings a hammer to work at the same time too yeah. Every day is Halloween. That's funny that you say that. That's one of my favorite songs. Did you know there's a song called Every Day is Halloween? No. It's by Ministry, one of my favorite songs. Oh, no. <laughs> That's true. I don't even know what to say. And happy Halloween to everybody. I yes. love Halloween. Happy Halloween. Uh, there was a story that came out that said more kids are hit by cars during Halloween, so be careful if your kids are out there no. trick-or-treating. Um, you don't want to you you make sure they're out there trick-or-treating safe yeah. and um, not out there hurting themselves. So, Do you yeah. guys get trick-or-treaters? Because I, I don't get them. Oh, yeah. My gated community has a whole... I oh, really? Get, I live in a gated community. Yeah, it should be popping right now. Oh, that's yeah. great. I love that. Fancy gated but community. My husband is very anti-anything holiday. <laughs> I say, can I hand out candy? No. Wait, what? Well, what happens now, when you're going to turn the lights out? I don't. I don't and now, he is a Scrooge. I tell him all the time. <laughs> I told him, look, I told him months in advance. I said, so listen here, mister. This is our first Christmas together. Yeah, you're supposed to open the As door. As a married couple, we are going to have a Christmas tree. So he's trying to convince me to get a Christmas tree that's not, you know, you can't smell, like, you know, a fake Christmas a fake tree. tree. And I said, that those trees cost $300, the good ones. Yeah, that's true. They're very expensive. They're very expensive. Yeah. I said, I don't, I just want to pay $50 for a real Christmas tree in the house and let me decorate it and we have Christmas. A lot of rules in your household And he there. told me, he said, he said, I'm going to get the tree. I said, you're going to bring me a Charlie Brown tree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. Wait, what's a, what's a Charlie Brown tree? Uh, yo, you have to see a little. See it. It's a oh, little. Oh, it is. It's yeah. only about this high and it's I barely has that, branches. Yeah. I say, no, you're going to bring me a tree. He's going to be like, be happy with that. Uh, come on, husband Blake. Don't be a Scrooge this uh, this holiday season. Uh, he doesn't even know. Open the door. Go get some candy. Do the little. Let them ring the doorbell. Don't turn the light off. You know, it's kids. You know, they. Yeah. I love the kids. Did he, did he not go trick-or-treating when he was younger? I don't know. I have to ask him. Yeah, you know, it's, it was fun back in the day to go dress up and trick or treat. I have to candy. ask if that was a thing in his house. I don't you know, know. everybody's raised different. Get yeah. a get a sugar high. All right, yeah. all right. The voice of reason on his way in. Uh, it is a caller driven <laughs> show. Yeah. What will he talk about tonight? Well, let's see. Tonight's hot topic alert: self mentorship. You're always the common denominator. A deeper look at how you could be the best teacher coach you could ever have. Ooh. Our chef want, our chief want in life is somebody who will make us do what we we can. Ralph Waldo Emerson. The unexamined life is not worth living, Socrates. Now here's the question for you tonight. What is self-coaching? What is self-coaching? What is currently impossible for you to do that if you were that if it were that if it were possible would change everything? Hmm. That's a great question to ask yourself. What is currently impossible for you to do that, if it were possible, would change everything? I don't know. And what does it mean for you to be your own mentor? Mm, I think that's, you know, I think that's, that's great. I think that's a great, like, um, thing to do, to sit down and, and, and write down 
everything that you think that you can improve in your life mm-hmm. and find out a way to fix it and, and to walk into a better you. Yeah. Um, and do you agree or disagree? Your relationship with yourself is more important than the one you share with your significant other. Yeah. Yes. I think the relationship with yourself is more important than your significant other because if you can make yourself better, then you'll be better for your significant other by default. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So what, is, so what did he come up with this? I don't even know. Like Zoe has some just some weird. I don't know. Well, he says he reads a lot. I probably mm. would see. I would probably notice this if I read a lot too, but I don't. All right. We're, <laughs> <laughs> now you call him weird. Don't call him I weird. I didn't call him. No, I didn't call him weird. We're Donna Misha versus everybody. We're Krista and Shanti Carmel Blake, who is here throughout the week. We're here Monday through Friday from 4 to 7. Your KBLA Talk 1580. Bye. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.